Uh, also, I have a question. I might ask it on air. Never mind. Uh oh. What a bro knows. Wait, what? She got a question. Oh, you have a question? Okay. All right. Well, maybe I should ask it now. What? Do y'all know anybody with a micro penis? <laughs> Damn, why you shouldn't say that? Damn. You should have say that one. Okay. okay, let's not talk about it yet. Okay. Let's try to forget it. Save that last. <laughs> Matter of fact, we need to save this for the intro. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, fuck it. Let's Start get into the podcast it. Oh, like check, that. check, check, check. Okay, mic checks. We all good. Okay. <laughs> This type of vibe I'm on now For several reasons I'll tell you in a minute I gotta vibe this real quick You were listening to the smooth sounds Of the <laughs> Gems and Juice podcast You got the voice <laughs> Too deep for the, the intro uh, for me the, 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 the midnight drive here <laughs> I'm with my man Figgy Fig The lovely Jasmine <laughs> And Ryan Rocket, we are taking your request tonight. One eight hundred chance and juice. I always wanted to be a nighttime DJ, man. I always seemed like a fun job. The quiet storm. We, the we, quiet storm. We had a quiet storm in Cleveland, <laughs> and there was this lady. I forgot her fucking name. But she's when I tell you I pissed my wife off so much trying to talk like her, <laughs> she'd be like, ah, oh, 93.1 WCAK. <laughs> that was Maxwell. Oh man. Yeah, you like that type of music, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like she fucking getting fingered, man. The funniest part <laughs> of my uh of the midnight, I don't know if they still do it on the quiet storm here in Houston, but the one dude, he'll read like some sexy but it's like some <laughs> soap opera type shit you know like it has yeah. different parts Damn. so you gotta listen every night to know what's going on <laughs> but it's always some sex craze crazy shit man yeah. but I always wanted to be in that position get some <laughs> sexy calls and sexy letters and read them <laughs> in a slow baritone voice but anyway I've gotten way off topic I bumped in with some Erica Badu didn't you know for two reasons number one this album turns 20 years old this Damn. year. What's the name oh, of the album? Mama's Gun. Mama's Gun. Erica okay. Badu's second album. And also, this is the week of the birthday of Jay Dilla, who produced this song. Oh, rest so, in peace. Yes, rest in peace, Jay Dilla. Um, 2000s was a very, very... That was like the beginning of Neo Soul, I think. Really? Okay. Uh, well, maybe the maybe not the beginning, but the biggest year of Neo Soul. Okay. You had D'Angelo's voodoo album come out. Music Soul Child came out. D'Angelo's album just had a uh, anniversary not too long ago too, didn't it? Voodoo, yeah, I think came out in November two thousand. Oh, okay. it'll be twenty this year. Okay, I think. Okay, um, Music Soul Child debut came out this year. Jill Scott debut came out this year. Erica Badu's second album came out this 20 year. Years. It, yes, so twenty, 20 years 20 ago. Years. Okay, so damn, I miss Neo Soul, man. Yeah, I miss yeah. his vibe. Do you think it, I'm? I'm sure it, it, it will probably come back eventually, but do you think it's somewhere near that right now? No, mm. no, not at all. You think her is close to it? Uh, like I feel like I'm not saying that's Neil Soul, but she got some real nice 
joints that will play on the R&B station. That's I could probably consider it a little real R&B-ish. I, I guess that would be the closest one, but just this, this general vibe is just lost to me <laughs> now when you listen to the new music. Maybe yeah. it's just me and my old man rant. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't like this new shit, man. Old man on the porch. <laughs> Back in my day, we had real content in our <laughs> music. You the dude with the Timberlands <laughs> and the jean shorts. <laughs> New York hat. Yes, my chopper suit. Um, so welcome to the Gems and Juice podcast. My name is Ryan Rocket, uh, joined by my man himself, Figgy Fig. What's happening? What's good, man? How you been? Chilling, man. I'm um I had to work a double today. Oh, all so, right, yeah, right, right. kind of short on people, so they called your boy. That's what happens <laughs> when you get full time, man. I know, man. <laughs> man. They switch it up on you quick. Right. I know hours limit now, bro. Man, that suck, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I wonder I'm gonna see if I could maybe use my last shift as a comp day or something. Yeah, get some vacation, bro. Get some yeah. vacation. Add them up. I need to add them up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also joined by the lovely Jasmine. Hello. What's going What's on, up? girl? What's up? Um, Nothing. Just rodeo season is approaching, and that's about to be my life. <laughs> 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 I'm enjoying these next couple weeks before, you know, I'm busy again. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at me? Because you, know, I, <laughs> we have the inside joke that for certain reasons uh, that people might be listening, Jasmine <laughs> will be sounding like a political candidate for the Democratic National Party from now on. Oh my god! She'll be very, 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 um, not, uh, very, very uh, PC from now on. I think. <laughs> I wait, to, wait till what a bro knows. Yes. Oh, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be but, good. We should have. We should have drank some tonight. Loosen everybody up a little bit. Yeah. But oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Um, Jazz like, I'm fine. <laughs> Just working very hard at my job, which I love. Yes. <laughs> I yes. do. So like I, my job. I had a friend who was talking to a guy, and this guy said, "Oh, a friend, really, Jasmine? Okay, all right, all right, all right." All right. <laughs> But uh, so you doing good, girl? Yeah, I'm good. I forgot about rodeo season. You gonna be pretty busy. Oh yeah, don't. How could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Oh my god. Jasmine over uh, there read the script. She a PR person over here. <laughs> no, but how honestly, could you forget about no, rodeo season? Honestly, though, Figgy, I think you were out of out of our department by the time we got into rodeo. But honest, like it is super. I actually, I actually worked rodeo season back when I was uh, promotions. Oh, okay. So, um, so don't be clowning me. You no. know, you know it's all month. <laughs> <laughs> it's all month. No, I'm just saying. I usually don't hear people being super excited for rodeo season who got to work that shit. Yes. Because it's you know it's cool to go to, but when you work, it's hot as fuck. You doing the same thing for like thirty days straight. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like. It get to a point where you be ready for the shit to be over. I'm excited because I've never been a part of the um, the setup process for cook off. Like um, I've been there working as a street teamer, but in this position, I've never gotten to actually build it from the ground up and like you know see it come together. So that I get excited about the execution of our events more so than anything. Yeah. So no. it'll be I fun. Don't. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, so she don't hear reading. Is this an interview? No. <laughs> Yeah, so make sure you <laughs> guys check worker. out check out uh, the uh, you're gonna be at the Bull tent yes, this year, I'll right? Yes, I'll be at the Bull Barbecue Shack, and then we'll be at the Bull. Um, we have something 
different in store for rodeo season. So yeah. look out okay. for that. So make sure you see Jasmine, X Award winner slash um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something else award winner. Oh, yeah. And uh, sponsored by Budweiser, by the way. Did <laughs> <laughs> I tell you all about the time I worked the, um, uh, the Bull Shack or whatever? What's uh-huh. the name? The Barbecue Shack. Barbecue Shack. And I, I was the driver. So I was driving the talent back and forth from like the hotel to the uh, venue. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess this group, it was some country group. I ain't going to say the name. I don't know the name of it, but I think it was like up and coming. But uh, apparently, I, I drove them there, and they, you know, drinking and performing and all that stuff. And I guess one of the members didn't want to go back. They, I guess they were still drinking and kind of getting a little loose. Oh, damn. So I took the other two back. And so uh, I'm driving, and I guess they didn't really like each other. <laughs> so they was just talking shit about the other member. Oh, damn. <laughs> they was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, because I, you know, I worked my butt off to get where I'm at. <laughs> and, and then I guess I, I guess the guy was like a manager or something like that. I don't know who he was, but he was like, yeah, you're going to have a great career. And, you know, don't worry about this. This is just a start. And the girl was like, yeah, she's, you see what she was doing and blah, blah. I was just like, man, this group ain't even made it yet, Damn. and they're already fighting. <laughs> so imagine how how annoying that must be on the bigger level, man. How, like how man. much how crazy those discussions must be. Look at the Temptations, yep. man. They was, <laughs> they was they was all cool when they was you know yep. tiptoeing around Motown trying temptations to get in for life. Yeah, and you see once they start getting them cars. My name is David Ruffin, <laughs> and these are the Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> they coming to see me. <laughs> they oh, coming man. to see the Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one good guy in the whole story. I know. Happen to be the one that's alive too. <laughs> um. So, uh, shit. Let's knock it off. I forgot to ask y'all. Um, what y'all listen to this week? My bad. But oh, it's all good. Um, Nicki Minaj did have a song come out and we gonna talk about Nikki quite a bit in this podcast yes but Nicki Minaj had a new song uh called yikes controversial a little bit because she had a bar about Rosa Parks <laughs> one of those double entendres I think she said Rosa Parks bitches sit down or some shit like that I don't know people got upset uh, oh I think she said you bitches got to get up or something like that yeah, I, I, yeah. She, she flipped it in some kind of way but um People got kind of fake mad about that, but I don't think it was a big controversy. The song itself, uh, Figgy, you heard it, man. What you think about it? I thought it was a cool song. When I I, uh, I actually forgot she released something, so I wanted to go play it, and um, it had a nice little bop to it. I, you know, I played it a couple times, but uh, like you said, the Rosa Park thing, people was making the big deal out of that, and I was just like, man, I think... I think Nikki is the wrong person to put something like that in there because I feel like people pick on her and um, look for anything to pick on her with. Yeah. So, you know, of course, she's going to catch them strays. But um, I thought the song was cool. I just think I don't see it doing anything, though, because everything Nikki been doing been kind of bad press Mm -hmm. on her part. Oh, yeah. So um, you're going to get a lot of people saying, oh, it's whack or she trying to do too much or... Picking the picking apart the line, the Rosa Park line. Yeah, but um, she had a couple shots at Meek. Yeah, but um, yeah, she had a few more on Twitter too. Yeah, <laughs> we get to that. But yes. overall, <laughs> overall, I thought the song was cool. Now okay. that I've seen her songs come out, it makes sense now to me. The what makes sense? The, the war with Meek. 
okay. and why it was started. This okay. is typical Nikki behavior. Every time she has a project about to drop, she gets into it with someone. I was actually going to say that too. Yeah, we get to yeah. that a little yeah. later. Yeah, but yeah, I was, was going to say that, that too. too. Yeah. I, I think this might be promo on both their parts because they mm-hmm. both have music come out this week, and mm-hmm. that whole beef happened at the beginning of this week. Yeah. So and very I interesting even, timing. Yeah, I didn't know about the Mink song. Either, yeah, I didn't so. either. Figgy told me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this song, well, the reason why I think uh the Rosa Parks line was kind of controversial. Is because she already had the Malcolm X thing for looking ass nigger, whatever that song was called, where mm. she had the art. She used the artwork of Malcolm X with the AK mm. um, for her sing mm. for the artwork for her single. And she got, you know, a lot of blowback for that. That Was this single? Or no, what the, single? that was a few years ago. Okay. She, she had a song called looking ass nigger. Okay. okay. And she had a, for the cover art of that single she had the infamous Malcolm X with the uh, AK by the window picture people got upset about that i think Malcolm X's daughter actually responded to Nikki and said that was disrespectful to use her his her father's artwork like that mm. and Nicki Minaj didn't really care and i think yeah. it's the same thing here she didn't yeah, care she people actually doubled down a little yeah. bit <laughs> yeah she did <laughs> The song, honestly, and I give Nikki's songs a fair listen. This song did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's here today, gone tomorrow. It's not going to make any big noise. Um, usually her leadoff single is pretty strong. This one's pretty weak to me. Mm. Like, even a few years ago when she dropped that Chun-Li and that other song together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those were both pretty tough. Barbie teens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it still sounds weird saying that, man. We had a whole conversation about how Barbie teens, teens, when you were a man saying teens. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, that that was a, a, a much bigger sound for me. And uh, this, this single does nothing. It's, you know, fly by night general bullshit so it did nothing for me um jasmine do you think the uh rosa parks line is controversial and uncalled for i know you're a big nikki fan uh-huh. i didn't um actually listen to the song i just read it so i'm interested to see like how it ties into the lyrics mm-hmm. or to the beat and stuff but i didn't think it was necessary it's never yeah. necessary to it was kind um, of black history month it was, yeah. it was a typical um nikki you know how nikki say stuff and try to take the beat out what she said, so yes. people can understand. Like it was like a line yeah. drop like type that. of thing. Yeah. Uh, what she said? Oh, you bitches, Rosa Parks, get your ass up. She said something. Yeah, she said it, something like that. Yeah. But it kind of flew by. Like if wasn't nobody talking about it, I probably wouldn't even paid attention to it. But for the simple fact, people was tweeting about it. I was like listening for it. So I, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I think anytime you bring up Rosa Parks. People kind of get up in arms because remember Outcast, they mm-hmm. did the Rosa Parks song. Yeah, I don't even think that song was bad at it all. It wasn't, but they kind of made a big deal about that. Yeah, and uh, Nikki honestly has like a history of making songs with lyrics like that. I remember she had a. Uh, she said, "I'm a Republican voting for Mick Romney because all you broke ass bitches are fucking up the economy, like oh, things yeah. like that." Where it's like. She sounds like a fucking Fox News rapper sometimes with the shit she says. And, you know, I know she uses the excuse that she's a queen and all this stuff, but eh, I'm not going to say I really care because I really don't. But I don't care about her getting blowback for it either because, you know, she knows what she's doing. She she knows people are going to have a problem with this type of shit. She don't care. That's probably the reason she's doing it. Yeah. Because she's smarter than that. She could have came up with something else, but... 
it's a reason she doing that. Yeah. And everything she been doing is has been bad press. She ain't do nothing positive. Like you can like you can't really say that for Meek. Meek been doing a little more positive things mm-hmm. since he got out of jail. For the most part. Yeah. She haven't been doing anything positive that I can that I know of. So do we need to stop saying that she's smarter than that and that she knows better than? I think I think she and I think Nikki is smart. She mm-hmm. just is doing what works for her or what has worked for her I to th- stay relevant. I think she in that mode where, you know, she kind of go off on Twitter or do all this bullshit and they'll be like, oh, let me drop a single. Yeah. Or let me do Queen Radio. Yeah. That type of thing. Because every time some bullshit happens, like, I would be surprised if she do a Queen Radio tomorrow. Mm-hmm. She probably will tomorrow or Monday or something like that. To discuss everything that happened. Mm-hmm. She had an interview recently. I want to say like maybe a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. And she did talk about this kind of stuff. She kind of apologized for the whole beef with me. And I will talk about it in a minute. But yeah, yeah she 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 does do that where, yeah, she has all this beef and then she explains it later on. So yeah. and make you and make you and make people want to listen because, yeah, if she was to do Queen Radio right after the Twitter shit. I will be all of ears. course. Of course. But yeah, it's just it's it's not good. It's not good, man. It, it, it's a turn off. Yeah. <laughs> People get tired of shit like this eventually, man. It only it only lasts for so long off, off of shock value alone. Yeah. That's, I thought she was retired. Good point. Yeah. Good question. I was about to say the same she thing. She never really addressed that either. Yeah. I never heard any unretirement. She deleted the tweet a while back. Yeah. Actually, but, you know what? Now that you say that, I do remember her coming back and saying like it was very emotional at the time, but she... She didn't take it back. She just said it was an emotional tweet or something like that. Mm. She like, you know, tried to cover it up. She she apologized for scaring her fans or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but she never really said she's unretired. Yeah. Or she never really took it back. But what that was all promo too. I'm getting tired of these two. Yeah, see everything she's doing is kind of <laughs> like, man, come on now. Yes. It, it's it, it gets tiring. And, just and rap. And it's kind of fucked up because she was at a point where she didn't have to do this. Like she wasn't wilding out like this. Yeah. She was just putting out music and you know, she was the best female artist out. Now it's like she gotta do all this bullshit. She doing what fifty cent used to do. Basically, yeah. And that got old for him too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every time fifty cent do something or say something about somebody, people are like, that dude corny. Like, I don't know why he doing he been doing the same shit for years. Yeah. yeah. People act like it's new. But people just tired of it. People don't wanna hear that shit now. Like you're not even hot. It'd be one thing if you was super hot, where you kind of just talking your shit. But now it look like you're doing shit just for uh to get you know sales. Speaking of um shit, we didn't really need to hear. Uh, Meek Mill dropped a song with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you don't think we need to hear that? <laughs> well, I actually I didn't know either. Uh, Figgy put me on to it, so I listened to it, the song before the show. Um, has a video out for it too. Um, the video is very dramatic. It's very, it's all black and white. It's what you would expect by listening to this song. And this song <laughs> reminded me a whole lot of the Wiz Khalifa "See You Again" song. The Paul Walker, yeah, the Paul. Tribute. I call it the. I forget what is. I yeah. forget who's on it with him, but I call it the Paul Walker song. I'm not gonna lie though, man. It was super sad. Uh, the Lakers at game. the Lakers game, man. They played it. Yes, the, they did oh. it live. And they played it at halftime of the Lakers game, the first Lakers game after Kobe died. 
Man, it, it, I, 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 I teared up, out, man. man. I ain't gonna lie. It was sad. <laughs> I didn't know how Wiz held it together. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. That's but anyway, crazy. anyway, um, this song is sounds like that to me, but it's just a very movie trailer ish song. Clean. Yes. Mm. No cussing. Yes. Um, it almost it sounds to me like the label just gave this song to Meek. It doesn't sound like Meek actually had a whole lot to do with the production of the song. He just mm-hmm. has verses on it. But it's carried by the Justin Timberlake vocals and the very dramatic song theme behind it. Um, it don't sound like the meek we're used to. It don't sound like the meek we want to hear. But yeah. I'm sure it's going to be used in a whole lot of commercials and movie trailers and things of that nature. Yeah. What do you think about it, Figgy? Um, I, I kind of agree with you, man. It's not the meek that we want to hear. Actually, uh, when I heard this, I kind of got a little scared because... I felt like listening to this song, this is what I thought Meek Mill would make if uh, once he got out of prison. Mm-hmm. This is what the song sounded like. He just wanted to make positive yeah. music. <laughs> not rapping of. about guns, <laughs> not rapping about his role and all that stuff. So um, I'm kind of worried. It's it's not a bad song, but it's not something I want to hear from Meek. I don't want to hear, you know, believe in yourself, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to hear this type of Meek. Nothing wrong with it. Like I would be okay if it with it if it was some type of movie trailer yeah. or if it was something off a soundtrack. But if it's just him to go on his album, this is his first single. Like I'm kind of worried because a lot of people went this way or tried to go this way, and it became successful, mm-hmm. and they kept going in that same direction. So you had people like Eminem, maybe a Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. We talked about it earlier. Wiz Khalifa did it, but he didn't stick in that lane um, that heavy. Yeah. But you had other artists who, you know, do that type of stuff and just stay in that lane where they become, you know, it kind of come cheesy. Pitbull. Yeah, I mean it's not that kind I'm, of song, but yeah, from what he was doing early on to what he's doing the, now, at least this, I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like Pitbull is in this lane though right now. That yeah. that Miami, that you know, a little bit of Spanish, that type of thing. I feel like that that I feel like his career will be over if he's stuck with rap. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Meek Mill, I just I don't know. I I don't know. I I just hope he don't make. A bunch of songs like this. I hope it's strictly for a movie or something like that. If he make a lot of songs like this, man, I think I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I think that this. I don't think that the, we're gonna get more of this type of music from me. Honestly, I think this is. If we're thinking about it, when him and Nicki got together, that's when we started getting the R and B songs, and then this is completely different from what we've ever heard from him. So I just don't see him staying in this lane. I think this was more for the bag and more for a project or something else that's coming out that it will go with. But I just can't see him staying in in the Justin Timberlake world too too long. It's another stream of revenue for sure, though, an audience that he's not reaching. So I'm, see, I'm just a little worried because you know, let's say this song. You know, sell mil, um, go ten million streams or whatever mm-hmm. number, the highest number, become all over the place. I'm just worried his next single will be with Ed Sheeran, <laughs> or it, it be with um, I don't know, uh, some type of I don't know, uh, hate. What's her name? Hate Haley like, Williams. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, where it's kind of like ah, uh, like you keep chasing these type of singles, man. Like. <laughs> 
Like, we don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. We don't want to hear no shit on no top 40 station. <laughs> know what I mean? We want to hear that gutter meat meal. Yeah. yeah. He said when, when he got out of jail, he said he's still going to rap about his rollies and stuff. He ain't going to change nothing. So I just hope he keep that word. I hope it's just this one song. I agree. It don't really get you hyped for the album. I'm distracted right now by Jennifer Lopez on Jimmy Fallon's show. She got her thighs all out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the halftime show? Fuck, we might as well talk about that. Yeah, let's now. talk about that real quick. Man. <laughs> um, okay, I think people were massively over hyping that shit. Yes, I thought it was fine. Um, my take: Shakira was way better. Shakira mm-hmm. was so good, I felt like she should have did the whole thing by herself. Honestly, I felt it was kind of disrespectful to have her be like the opening act to J-Lo. Mm-hmm. I felt like J-Lo should have opened for Shakira, honestly, because I think Shakira has bigger singles. She's probably more internationally known than Jennifer Lopez. I kind of felt like it, it was a kind of a snub to her because she killed it when she came out. She was Shakira amazing. killed it. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Lopez came out and played all the songs we had all forgotten about already and played some new songs we ain't ever care about. And she tried to dance, but she's super swole now, so she looks kind of awkward. And it, it, her part was not that great to me. But Shakira was great. Um, I thought it was like the best forgettable halftime show. Like I'm not gonna remember this five years I from agree. now, yeah. but I enjoyed watching it when it was there. Mm-hmm. What y'all think? Um, I agree with you. I think it was good for the moment because I feel like everything in this day and age is about the moment. So I think. That clearly won the moment at that moment. <laughs> but um, like I said, this ain't nowhere near the top 10 of Super Bowls all time. Oh, man. I heard some terrible takes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, this is not better than Prince. This is yes. not better than Michael Jackson. Like, no, nah, yeah, a lot of people's going on a limb saying some bullshit like that. But like I said, it wasn't, it, I, I enjoyed it. I stayed there and watched the whole thing. And uh, I agree with you. I think Shakira was great. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think um, I think the reason she did open somewhat open up for J-Lo is because a lot of people kind of forgot about Shakira. That's true. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't even know about her. So um, I think that's the one reason J-Lo couldn't open up for her. Everybody knows J-Lo. Yeah. So uh, I think that's the one reason. But. Shakira, I think she she a little underrated, man. She 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 always looked good. Mm-hmm. Like we was talking about her in the two thousands. Yep. But the thing is, um, she always had the Spanish songs, so it wasn't like, you know, we can really bump her shit. We just knew her for the hips don't lie. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, man, she killed it, man. I wasn't even surprised that she killed it. I knew what it was as soon as they announced it. I'm like, shit, you know, we know what J Lo gonna do, but yep. Shakira. Like I, w- I would love to see Shakira perform live. I agree. Well, I thought both of them did well. I thought I love Shakira, and um, I thought her dancing and everything like was just amazing. The I don't know about of all time. Obviously, it's not of all time, but I think it's the best we've had in a long time. So that's why people are making those comparisons because you can't compare it to last year's show. I don't know who did before that. I I can't remember honestly the last couple of years. So I think that's why it's such a it's people are still talking about it just because it was that great of a show that we haven't gotten in a while at the Super Bowl. Um I think that J-Lo did a really good job too, but obviously Shakira is more of a singer and dancer. 
than J Lo, but I do think that she did. She did a good. I think the show was great. Like, and I um I didn't catch some of the uh, political references in it when I first watched it, but yeah, then no, obviously no idea. <laughs> I saw. I mean, I I noticed like the kids in the cage. Like I noticed the flag, but I didn't think I didn't put everything together in that moment. I was just trying to watch the show, so I think them doing that was like the Beyonce and the Black Panther for the Latin community. So I think that they needed that and it was a good job. And the um I was surprised. I was kind of surprised that she brought out Bad Bunny like Bad Bunny and J Balvin were brought out mm-hmm. versus Pitbull. But that but the argument was made to me that Pitbull is not relevant right now. He doesn't have any uh, any current hits right now. So it didn't make sense for him to come out in that that person's opinion. <laughs> So I I don't know. Yeah. I, um I also um what else? Oh, I love that kind of kind of backpedaling off of y'all. I love that Shakira came back out yeah. with J Lo at the end because I was very disappointed. I would have been very disappointed for that to have just been the end of her because I I was like she deserved more time than that. Like she does we deserve to see her more than that. So it it made me happy to see that them both come, you know, them both come back out and perform together, but on J Lo's sake, she kind of Shakira Shakira danced way better than her, so I don't know if J Lo wanted that to. She didn't think about that. They were just trying to do something positive for that their community, I'm sure. But Shakira is the way better dancer and singer. And was J Lo singing? I think J Lo was singing. J Lo, I think, was singing live. I think Shakira was lip syncing for like the first song she came out with, mm-hmm. but the rest sounded like it was pretty much I, live. I think the actual singing part was lip syncing for both of them, mm-hmm. but um. I, I don't know exactly how that shit go, but I think I think they uh, choose when to turn the mics on and yeah. talk to crowds and stuff like that. But I don't think they're sitting there, you know, just blowing their hearts out. Like, yeah, yeah. Because be fair, they dancing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can't like I would be shocked for them to sound perfect Beyonce <laughs> and dancing and shit like that. Mm, yeah, that's, that's true. She that's, can. She that's can. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga said she ain't want to hear no lip syncing. So I wonder if she had a response to oh, that's what, what she, she said. heard. Yeah, before the halftime show. She said she didn't want to hear nobody lip sync. She probably disappointed. No, probably. <laughs> yeah. And Lady yeah, Gaga had an unrelate, un- un- underrated halftime show, too. She had a good that one. That was a good one. It was right here in Houston, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't, But I don't remember it. Like, I don't I remember, remember jumping, jumping off the, off the stage. Roof. I like remember Spider-Man. that, but I think because I had prior knowledge to her doing that, it wasn't a big surprise to me. Well, yeah, prior knowledge. Yeah, to the, to that that was something that she was gonna be doing. Okay. So I I don't remember her. I not to say it wasn't good. I just don't remember it like that. Fair enough. Yeah, I, yeah. I I do think it was a little. I think it was underrated. But um, I mean, it was a good show. If you go back to it, you after the show, you like, damn, she did a good job. You know, she was saying it. She was doing this. She had this going. So yeah, and um, that one no, nah, that wasn't the one where Travis Scott came out. That was, that was no, that was Maroon Five last year, and that I don't Atlanta, remember right? that. It was Maroon Five. I remember how disappointing it was. I remember and how much... Travis and the bikini bottom, but I don't remember anything else about that whole Super Bowl performance other than I, Travis. That was that was awful. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Bad. It was Big Maroon Boy 5. came out. Yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yep, it was bad. Yeah, I remember Jasmine thought it was gonna be a whole nice Travis. Uh, set. <laughs> Remember that? First of all, you're like, oh yeah, he, he probably it would have been better if they would have let him do it. You thought he was gonna do the whole like, show? Yeah, I'm like, like he nah. gonna do a couple out like he a light. Sicko mode. <laughs> yeah, he gonna be out there for 20 <laughs> seconds. Uh-huh. It's gonna get right back to Maroon Five. But uh, I, I want to me- um, bring up something you mentioned about um, bad bot, bad, bad money. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I agree. I think Pitbull should have been out yes. there, man. Because both of them, uh, J-Lo and Shakira, don't have hits. Yes. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Good point. And to be fair, uh, Shakira re- really wasn't relevant mm-hmm. before this. Mm-hmm. So, I th- they was in Miami. Yes. It was only right you bring out Mr. 305. Mr. 305. And, and he got songs with J-Lo that they could have did. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was bullshit that they... He wasn't even. He ain't even making the appearance. Maybe he's not he in the best to... condition right now. Cause when we haven't heard from Pitbull in a really long time, as far as like hits wise. So maybe he getting some personal stuff together as to like, where he couldn't do it. He performed like every New Year's though, yes, right? He's always somewhere. <laughs> he come out with the white, the tight ass yes. white pants, <laughs> the blazer looking just like a Hispanic, <laughs> looking like a Cuban man. Yeah, that. Yeah, he performed all the time though. Yeah, um, I agree. You had to add Pitbull there. We were all it's wrong on that projection. Yeah. Um, having Jay Balvin and um, fucking Bad Bunny there, like, okay, I get that they're popping right now, but this is the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, yeah. people who are watching this game, most of them don't listen to current music. Yeah. That's why they had a U2 show. That's why they had Maroon 5 last year. And that's why they bring out artists like Big Boy, who hasn't had a hit, like a major hit in a while, because they're more recognizable to the general audience. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like I'm really surprised Gloria Estefan didn't show up. I'm very really surprised Pitbull didn't show up. Somebody big that old people watching football would know. So yeah. they did. I'm like, kind of surprised they didn't do that. They did do other artists' songs. That's what I thought was interesting. And I didn't. And I was trying to think even in that moment, do other artists do you know tributes to other people during the Super Bowl performance? Because I couldn't think of anybody that has. Because I was wondering, like, with Cardi being at the Super Bowl, what does she feel about Shakira doing her her song? She didn't. Shout yeah, her I, out. I, I did then, think that but, was weird that yeah. Cardi didn't show up for that. Yeah. That was the but, De Niro you know, song, right? Yeah. That was No, that was she did um I no, like I it. like it like that. And she did oh, it with really? Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. And she did it with Bad Bunny okay. who Bad Bunny and J Balvin are in that song. That's so probably, I just thought oh, it was okay. kind of odd that you know they yeah. were doing songs from other people that that were actually there watching the Super Bowl but um and then I believe if I'm not mistaken they did a Gloria Estefan song if I'm not mistaken. They might have. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. I was the, watching ass. <laughs> the, the Cardi song I think that probably made more sense because what other <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny song you know or J Balvin song? Everybody know that verse on that money song or not money song, but the I like it. Yeah, the Cardi song. So and they did. If they was gonna bring them out, it was only right that they did that song because I I somewhat know that verse. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything else from them. And some of the collaborations that they did do, they were doing other verses from other songs with. The songs that Shakira and um, J Lo were performing. So mm. the Bad Bunny, some of the Bad Bunny and J Balvin verses that they were doing weren't even. They didn't even go with the song. Mm. They were. They just took it from one of their other songs and put it with what mm. was going on. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, but okay. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was a good performance. Final so. grades. If you had to grade it, what would you grade the halftime show? I give it. I would give it a B plus. Okay, I give it a B plus. I probably go B minus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, people are jumping out the window. Michael Wilbon <laughs> saying it was the greatest halftime show of all time. It wasn't. Wow. Sidebar, real quick. I heard some goofy chick on Twitter say that uh, Demi Lovato's national yes, anthem was seen the that. best one of all time. I seen that. Nothing will no. ever top Whitney. Don't even try yeah. it. 
Like, don't let's I not agree. even have a discussion ever yeah. again. Yeah. Nobody's topping Whitney. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I don't care who comes up. Yeah, I agree. It's ne- and ne- definitely not. And, and it was a decent anthem. Yeah. It wasn't Whitney. Come on, people. I seen a funny tweet saying, <laughs> I know you probably seen this. Like, I know Whitney and her had a lot of comments. <laughs> oh, but yeah. But this ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Demi is getting a super hard push right now, too. I've noticed that. They're really trying to push her back into the mainstream after that whole heroin thing. Yeah. So, good for her, man. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing I was about to say, do you think the formula of the halftime show is um, pretty much get a, 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 a not a old, probably, yeah, like an older artist to perform and then try to squeeze in a new artist for like 20 seconds. Yeah. Because that's exactly what they did this year and then they did the same thing in Atlanta. Yeah. With uh, having Maroon 5 and then they broke out Bit Boy but then they, you know, squeeze out uh, Travis Scott for like 20 seconds just to, I guess, kind of please everyone. Yeah, I think that's definitely what they're trying to do. That's the formula. Please everybody and I guess they were satisfied with the mix because J-Lo's in the mix between old and new. Like yeah. if you're if you're a younger person, you still know who J Lo is. Yeah, you kind of can't go wrong with J Lo. Yeah, That's, and Shakira yeah. too. So Shakira I, is like the old school. That might person. be why they didn't go for anybody you know, too old or too new besides them because yeah. they already had the bases they, covered. Yeah, that's so. that's the only reason I could think they didn't have Pitbull. Because yeah. if they just had Pitbull without Bad Bunny or J Balvin, it's kind of like an old ass <laughs> yes. performance. <laughs> but they had to have some new uh, school. Combined like a, uh, yeah. 70, 80 years up in the stage, man. But <laughs> J-Lo's really 50 years old, man. That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. She actually looked better than what she did back in the day. No, she me. didn't, man. Stop. No, back in the day. Look at the old picture, man. <laughs> she like, was wearing with way less two, makeup if she looked worse With that 2000 swag. No, man. She looked way better no, we back gotta in talk the about the, We got to talk about the clothes back in the day, too, man. <laughs> Okay, the it did not look. She looked right now. She looked better than what she did Figgy, in the 2000s. No, she does not. And yeah, you she know do. she don't, man. Look, skin, her skin glowing. <laughs> yeah, skin glowing. That's, she looked fit. Oh, so she, man. Yeah. You don't Figgy, think so? No, she does not so look So she looked worse? Yes. You think so? I'm not think saying so, I'm not saying she looks like the typical 50-year-old. She looks good for her age. She t- but she, she looked like a typical look, Latino back look in the at, day. Look at Jennifer Latina. Lopez and Selena. Look at her in that movie and tell me she don't look way better back then, man. Come on now. Come on, man. I think she look better now for 50. Nah, she lost her ass. She has no ass, man. Did you see her trying to shake that thing? (laughs) It was embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. To her defense, Shakira... Hips don't lie. Her hips don't lie. Yeah, she she don't so. take steroids. Like A Rod got her on some kind of cycle. No, oh my gosh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, like she, uh, I don't mind the fit look, but I'd rather than that the Shakira look, man. Shakira got fat in nice places, and Jennifer Lopez is super fit. I know she's in good shape, but that just does nothing to me. I need something. I think she looked grown and sexy, man. I'm not saying I'm, she. I'm not saying she don't look good. <laughs> But compared you to you, said she look worse. Yes, she does. I don't She's think 50 so, years man. old, man. Look, look, at, go, go look at clips from Selena <laughs> with Jennifer Lopez and tell me she All right, look, go way look better. at clips out of Ja Rule video and look at her at the Super Bowl. You're just judging the clothes, no, man. Because no. she had a baggy shit on. You're judging that from the movie. 
He said go look at the Selena movie. Because she was... Look at her in the Ja Rule video, <laughs> man. You want to talk about movies and what she yeah. played in. Look at the Ja Rule video. Because you're judging her. With that her. baby fat on. I, hair look kind of weak. I'm not talking about the clothes, man. I'm talking about the figure. And you can see the figure in the Selena movie. You can't right, see it she when she... slimmed down a little bit. She cut man. her ass off a little bit. <laughs> figure, you I just talking about the straight up body then at yes. this point. Yes, yes. All right, so if her body look good back then compared to now i guess so yeah, that's what i but i think she i think she looked better than what she did before yeah i agree i'm looking at timelines right now and facial wise i think she looks better now than she yeah. did back now, then now, now the, body now the, type she still looked the same in some of these pictures now some of these could be edited some of these could have some work on them who knows but facial wise i think she looks better now and now, to be fair, in the 2000s, it wasn't heavy makeup like yes. that, too. She's gorgeous but, regardless. Yeah, but I think everybody in the 2000s was kind of playing. You could look at Sierra. Mm -hmm. She was kind of playing in the 2000s. Back, back then, I thought she was fine. But if you look at Sierra now, you're like, damn, she, you know, she kind of look good now yeah, compared to then. So I think it's the same thing with J-Lo. Okay, I think we should hold this to a poll. <laughs> we, we might have to put this on a Twitter account. We should. Okay. Do you think, because I feel honestly, and I respect you guys' opinion, but I feel like I'm in a twilight zone right now. <laughs> I really can't believe y'all think 50-year-old J-Lo looks better than her when in her 20s. No, you but, no, you saying in the Selena, you just bringing up I, the I, Selena movie. In general, she looks better a back then, man. A lot of people man. look good in certain movies. <laughs> I'm talking Anaconda, she played, anything. You saying when she played Selena, she looked better than what she do now yeah, regular. I'm talking, okay, any... She was in character. She, in any movie, any video, in, she was 20 years old, man. Come on now. You think she looks better at 50 than she did at 20? Yeah, she looked good. Yes. Okay. Her okay. skin glowing, she grown and sexy. Maybe I'm tripping, okay? <laughs> That's why I propose we put this to a poll. Okay. All, All right. you listeners, we will poll, because I, I, I think y'all bugging. Y'all think I'm bugging. <laughs> so we got to figure out once and for all, was J-Lo finer in the 2000s, <laughs> or is she better looking now? We will pose the question. And it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying she ain't look bad then, or or she looked bad then, but mm -hmm. I think right now she aged good with time. Look, yeah, I'm not. I, I, I agree thing, with that. Same thing with Beyonce. Beyonce. If you look at some old Destiny Child pictures of Beyonce, she still look good. But if you look at her now, you like, damn, she like grown and sexy type of. Yeah, she more good. of a love she was now. That's and I think Beyonce looked better just because I like thicker women. But J-Lo kind of went the opposite way, so that's why I'm not too big a fan of her current look. Yeah. Um. So we, we will put that to a poll and let y'all decide. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> um. Really quick, some other stuff I listened to this week. Uh, Pop Smoke, who is this New York drill rapper. I heard of him. Mm -hmm. Um. I finally gave this album a listen today. <laughs> I don't see what the hype is, man. I got to just say that. Um. This dude... He sounds like Shine after he got out of jail a little bit. And if Shine was hooked on lean, uh. that's how Pop Smoke would sound. I don't know why this guy is so big right now. He has some good songs on it, but that's just because the beat's hot, generally. I don't think he's a great, a good rapper at all. I feel like this is one of those waves that New York is just hopping on because you it's, think a, New it's a New York thing. Push? Yes, a hundred percent. They're trying to push this dude as like the new Bobby Schmurder or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it. I don't think <laughs> this guy's very good. Maybe I'm just getting old, but I don't get it. I think all his music sound the same. Yes, it does. It's the same beats. It's the same flow. 
Uh, I think it's cool. I think it bumps, but the what? Yeah, like I said, I think New York is just pushing this guy to be. They try. They've been looking for the next person from New York to push yes. heavy, and um, they only get. Him? Huh? You think it's him? I think it's him. Yeah, he the hottest right now, and um, they did the same thing with Six Nine. Six Nine came out. People was kind of laughing a little bit, but they started listening to the music and see how much he was really catching people's attention. Then they got right behind him, like, "Oh yeah, he the hottest. He the hottest." Or, I, I just don't see this guy. Um, I don't see him lasting too long with this type of music. I think it's probably cool in New York, but. I don't see people like us down south saying, oh, yeah, this dude, the hottest yeah. in the country right now. Maybe on the East Coast, but here it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's cool. He not whack as hell, but it's kind of like, eh. Like, we kind of heard this type of shit before. And, and sometimes I wonder if New York people really think this type, type of music is hot or if they just like that somebody's from New York. Yeah. I think it's the second part you just said. Yes. I think um, because if somebody in Chicago was doing the same shit, they wouldn't give a fuck about it. Chief Keith didn't get the love that Bobby Schmurda got in and New Bobby York on Smurda, radio and all that. And Bobby took his whole swag yeah, pretty took much. everything, mm-hmm. man, yeah, honestly. Throwing the New York accent. And, and I like Bobby, but he did jack that whole Chicago drill scene, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. And see, that, that that's kind of my problem. It's, it's funny because once I moved down here, I felt like I turned my back on New York because mm-hmm. I was a heavy New York fan. But all the people they talk about, they always brag like, oh, yeah, he the hottest in the game right now. He the hottest in the game right now. It's like, no, nah, like ain't nobody really playing that in, you know, Houston. Yes. Like, you think people in um, – and New Orleans listening to this, like they listening to their people. You know what I mean? I think the difference is people in New York are publicly supporting their people. Where, That's true. Um, yeah. People, you know, in other areas, they don't necessarily. Not that they don't support them, but they're not publicly putting them out there. They're not, they're not pushing them. They're not. They're not selling them like they're the hottest thing out. Because everybody be in competition with one another. I think New York, that's the good thing about New York, though. It may not, they may not be the best talented in our perspective down here, down south, but at least everybody in New York is backing that artist to try to get them where they sh- where they want to be, you know? And I yeah. think that Pop Smoke is interesting because he, he, people up north really like him, but then you have like the Travises and you have people down here that are, are, that are, is kind of the reason why we are hearing him more so or more into him because of the fact that they are, they're doing the same thing. Like the people, what New York people are doing and what, what uh, fans and um, the industry is doing for pop smoke in New York. You have people like Travis and different people down here that are actually kind of pushing too. like when they have Houston artists around that they could be pushing as well or more Houston art, you know? Yeah. That's the one thing. Um, I kind of started to understand is like in New York, they, you know, they still got their OGs and stuff like that. And every time they drop a project, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he got one. Or French Montana, mm-hmm. this is my favorite, French Montana. He got one. Yes. He got one. But I just feel like people down here not looking for French Montana. If it's on the radio and if it's a hot song, then yeah. But I don't think people like, oh, yeah, French Montana drop it tonight. And they living in Houston. Mm-hmm. I just don't think people are looking for that. I think that's strictly an East Coast guy. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, look down here. Paul Wall drop albums all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think people in New York like, oh, yeah, that Paul Wall. I think it's a down south thing. 
And if you ask anybody from New York, people probably don't think Paul Wall is still making music mm-hmm. or still dropping albums. Yeah. But down here, that's more common. We hear more Paul Wall. We, we hear more ESG or Kiki or whatever. So I just... I just think, um, like I said earlier, I think they push their own more. Yeah. Like, I think the thing is, they they put out there like, oh, yeah, he the hottest in the game right now. Or 6'9", he, he the hottest in the country. Like, ain't nobody hotter than him. It's like, like a lot of people ain't listening to Everybody ain't listening to it like y'all. I got to listen to the album, too, because I know that Pop Smoke is, like, one of those offbeat rappers. And I've been told, like, he's better than, like, um, blue face like but with mm. rapping off beat and mm. like yeah. so i'm interested to to see i didn't like the Gotti song that was on jack boys like I, that's not that's my least favorite song on that whole entire project so i'm interested to see like what his sound has to offer if it's something similar to that that i'm not gonna be able to get with or if it's like the offbeat rapping that i can tolerate I don't think you're gonna like it yeah, yeah i was I about to say like i ain't gonna lie y'all know how i feel about blue face yeah i don't think I don't think he's better than Blueface. Oh, okay. I think Blueface got more hits. Mm-hmm. I, I could, uh, you could understand Blueface more, even though he rap off beat. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually just heard a song from him. I, I think he got a song with somebody, but he Some actually of the song with uh, the first it? class with Gunna. Yes, yes. Yeah. I hot. think is it Gunna. He got a song with somebody that just came out kind of recent, but. I listened to it and he actually don't sound all beat. Mm-hmm. First class for that pay for the shoes, that one. I think so. Yeah, it's I think just so, hot, man. But um, yeah, I think he. I don't think he's better than um, Blueface right now. Blueface yeah. at least got some hits. Blueface is funny, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> like at least there's too. like a comedic element yeah. to his music. Yeah, this dude just sucks he and sound, it's not funny. He sound too, <laughs> no, he just sound too tough. It sound yeah. like you, you might be scared of him. He's kind of like a worse Sheck West to me, honestly. Mm. Like I'd rather listen to Sheck West than this guy. And they they run in the same circle, so that's yeah. interesting. That it's interesting that you say that because I had the same thoughts whenever I saw Jack Boys come out, and I saw that um, Pop Smoke was not that necessarily that he was on it, but it was just more so like Sheck West is the New York artist that I thought we were pushing right now, mm. and now here's Pop Smoke. So I'm not that I'm confused, but that that's the vibe that I got. Like. They, they kind of run in the same category. Yeah, this dude has a buzz behind him. I can't deny that. Uh, yeah. Pop Smoke, but I'm just not a fan. All this stuff sounds... I, I, I ain't listened to the whole album. I listened to maybe like the first three, first four songs, and they sound exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, they all do on the project. So it's kind of like, man, if it's the whole thing, man, I don't know. Did y'all like his song, his single, Welcome to the Party? Is that the um, one with Qua- that one the one the Quavo was it? Mm-mm, this one was just him by himself, and this is the first. This is actually the first song I ever heard him on, and okay. I didn't. It was introduced to him by that song, and like people like Drea would listen to it or play it on their story all the time. So that's what kind of got me um, interested to see who it was. But I, I like that song, but that's all that I can say that I've that I go to on my own. There's a few good songs in this album. I'm not going to lie. I'll mm-hmm. probably keep it in the workout rotation. I like the war song. Um, I like the song with Quavo. Sidebar real quick. I think Quavo is now the worst Migo. Oh, wow. Quavo? Okay. I think Quavo oh, yeah. is the worst Migo by far. He ain't had a good hook since uh, Good Drink. He's and always been the worst Migo to me. Really? Yeah. I think I think He used to come with the hooks back in the day. Takeoff is the best rapper. Mm, Off, that's a hot take. Offset 
comes next and then it's Quavo. I've I've never really Quavo is cool, but he for people to call him the Beyonce and stuff of the yeah. group, I think it's just because he had that sing song um auto tune on him. He used to have good hooks, but he hadn't had a good one in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's my personal take. <laughs> I think hey, Offset I has I more disagree. personality. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um so yeah, check it out uh if you haven't just to see what all the buzz is about. But honestly for me it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um also one quick thing that came out that I listened to D Smoke. Um I heard about him today. I know a lot of smoke artists are out right now. <laughs> smoke Dizzard too. I don't know what he's up to. Um but D Smoke was apparently the winner of the Rhythm and Flow Netflix show last year that's the rap contest judged by cardi b Dang. and ti and uh chance the rapper i really fell off of that is he yeah. is he who is he is he the one that was from inglewood california the spanish rapper yes oh i loved him yeah he won it and he dropped an album this week Okay. It's actually not bad, Jasmine. I think you'll like it. This guy reminds me of J. Cole. I really like mm. him though. On the show, I didn't get I didn't make it too far through that series, but he was he was one of my favorites on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I'll definitely check it out. This album definitely has like a J. Cole-ish feel to it to me. Some mm. good beats. I liked it. I mean, I'm not gonna be a fan, but it, it was a cool good. little listen. Good album. Cool little okay. listen. Um. Now, finally, time to get to some juicy topics. We got a lot of topics this week, <laughs> right. man. A lot shit to get to. Um, the biggest one. Well, probably the biggest one right now. So last week with the whole Kobe thing, um, like I said, there was a whole lot we could get into, but I didn't want to get to every single thing that happened around his death because it was like it, it, we we would have spent two hours going, and it would have been a big rabbit hole talking about all the stuff that happened after Kobe Bryant and his daughter yeah. had passed away. We didn't even talk about the whole people breaking up the rape allegations. Yes. We left that out. Yeah, because that would have been a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, but unfortunately, we are going down that hole today <laughs> because it's the biggest thing in news right now. Gail King had an interview. With Lisa Leslie um, on CBS Good Morning America, I believe the show is. And she has some comments about the Kobe Bryant rape allegation and if it affects his legacy for Leslie. And this is how that exchange went, if you haven't heard it. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. Mm-hmm. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't that see it. So and that's mm-hmm. That was so annoying. That was so annoying. It's just <laughs> And that I was so Oprah. I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it? considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful 
um, at this time. It's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to it went to trial. Yeah, but the case is, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. Okay, so that was the entire exchange just on the rape. The entire piece is longer than that. It's about a five-minute uh, uh, video. You can find it on YouTube. Um, and the whole thing isn't about that, to be fair. But that's the part that's the that part was that put out by CBS to promote the interview. And that's what got everybody upset. Um, here's a few responses. Most famously, uh, Uncle Snoop took to uh, Instagram, I believe he put this on. <laughs> and he has some words for one... Uh, uh, Gail. Uh, Gail King. Let me pull it up real quick. Gail King. Out of pocket for that shit. <laughs> Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? No shit. We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call her one? Funky dog head bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. Damn, that was tough. a threat. Yes. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got the battery in his back towards the end of that video. Um, so, Gail, uh, about a couple days later, uh, Gail came out, actually maybe the next day, Gail came out on Twitter and she explained, I'm not going to play that whole, it's two yeah. videos, but basically her point of view is that um, the interview was, the comments were taken out of context. It was part of a larger uh, piece about Kobe Bryant's life and an interview with Lisa Leslie. And she's saying that she did not, you know, the way it was presented looked, made it look a lot worse. And she had a problem with how it was presented. I believe CBS people got suspended over this now. Like she was very mm. upset about it. And she said she can see why people were upset, but it was never her intention. The interview did not go in a bad way for Lisa Leslie. She seemed okay with it at the end. And she basically just, she didn't really apologize, but she just said, you know, she understands why people are upset, but it wasn't, there was no ill will behind her questions uh, about Kobe Bryant's rape case. There was no ill will? Th that's what, that's how she phrased it. There and was absolutely ill will behind. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to get to opinions in a minute because one more thing, uh, Oprah did make some comments. I've seen that. Yes. Uh, she is updated because uh, Gail King uh, the next day did not appear on Good Morning America. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And Oprah was on something. I don't know what TV show this was, but she was asked about how Gail is doing since this interview and the backlash. And you'll hear what Oprah had to say about Gail King's status. Kobe. And I just wondered just how she's doing. And she's not doing well. May I say she is not, she is not doing well because she has now death threats and has to now travel with security. And um, she's feeling very much attacked. You know, Bill Cosby is, is texting from, is, is, is 
Tweeting. tweeting from jail. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she's, not, she's not doing well and feels that um, she was put in a really terrible position because that interview had already ran. Mm-hmm. It was over. And in the context of the interview, everyone seemed fine, including Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. And it was only because Kobe. So, yeah, um, I missed that part. <laughs> but Bill Cosby chimed in. What did he say Apparently from jail? Apparently in jail. Um, I thought that was fake, man. <laughs> nah, it's been posted. And the funniest thing is that the picture posted on Instagram, you would think there would be like a picture of Bill Cosby and Snoop hanging out. But they photoshopped like two pictures, of, like a picture of uh, Bill Cosby and a picture of Snoop and just mushed them together and tried to make it one picture. Um, so Bill Cosby made a statement. He said, Snoop, when they brought me to my gated community and placed me inside of my penthouse, they didn't win, nor did they silence me. It's so sad and disappointing that successful black women are being used to tarnish the image and legacy of successful black men, even in death. Are these people that in need of fame, ratings, and or money? On behalf of myself, Camille, and my family, thank you, thank you, and thank you. My heartfelt prayers are with Kobe and his family, as well as Michael Jackson and his family. May their legacies live on forever. He said all that? Yes. Well, yeah, apparently, How long yes. he got in jail, man? <laughs> he might be out pretty <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he stay alive throughout his sentence. Last I heard, he was actually having a pretty good time in jail. Damn. <laughs> so That's wild, man. Yes. And uh, Monique also made some comments, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But first off, I'll I'll, I'll say my comments until the end. But I want to know how y'all feel about this. Um, Was Gayle King out of line? Um, What do you think about this whole controversy about this interview with Lisa Leslie? I found it very interesting that... In that interview, she did not feel like any of the the fact that she felt like any of that needed to be addressed, but did not address Kobe Bryant during his lifetime about it was very annoying. And then, you know, I understand everyone is human, but at the same time, hearing those fake ass tears from Oprah is annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, what what did you expect? What did you expect? I especially Oprah, like. Living in the times that we live in, people go from extreme very quickly. They go super zero to 100 very quickly. Death threats, I don't think any of that is, I don't support any of that. But at the same time, Oprah, you're the same person that put out this Michael Jackson documentary Mm -hmm. and never said anything about it. And even though the facts, so-called facts you were putting out, came out and they they were exposed as lies and you still never addressed it. So why would you think that, the same way that people came at you, they were not going to come at Gail King just because she's your friend. Like, I, I don't get that and I don't understand that. And it's very, it's so, it's it's so, as a black woman, it is very frustrating to want to support Oprah, but then things like this happen and she just doesn't seem to, she just doesn't seem to see any, any, wrong in, in her doing. It's just, it's very, it's very, hurtful in a way because we look at Oprah not 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 more so as Gail because I don't know Gail and her career as much as I know Oprah's but it's just very frustrating to look at somebody that you you had you 
idolize at one point in time, see what she's doing to the people that look just like her. It's very, it's very annoying. And Gail, I, I, I can't, I can't believe the statement of you didn't, none of those questions were meant to be harmful because you double back on your question yeah. and you continue to go with your questions. Even when Lisa tried to shut you down initially, you continued, well, you wouldn't know you wouldn't. The tone of that was so, it was like, it was very like my mind was taken aback of her tone because that was straight up Oprah's tone for one. And then two, why would you not expect people to be upset with you when that was Kobe, one of Kobe Bryant's best friends and you're going to sit up here and ask her those questions as if this interview isn't probably hard enough for her at that time. So I I have no I don't I don't know. I don't know. I just I I can't I don't support people threatening to end her life, mm -hmm. but I absolutely think she deserves the scrutiny that she's getting behind that interview. So maybe she'll think twice before she asks stupid ass questions like that. Ooh. Like Ooh. I really ah. yeah, no. The spicy Jasmine is bad. <laughs> I thought we lost you for a minute. All right, all right, all right. So Figgy, what's your take on it, man? Um, I think I was already upset when I seen she interviewed um Lisa Leslie talking about Kobe Bryant. I, I ain't gonna lie. I never told nobody this, but when she did the R. Kelly interview, I was a little upset that she was doing it mm -hmm. for the simple fact that she was kind of in that circle of Oprah. Yes. And um, I couldn't really, you couldn't really say nothing at that moment because. It's R. It, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, it looked like you defending R. Kelly, but I thought it was kind of weird that she was doing that interview. But, um, like I said, you can't, couldn't really say nothing about it. As far as the question, I had no problem bringing it up that one time. Like, she, I, I thought it was a fair question saying, you think this affected this legacy, blah, blah, blah. And Lisa answered the question. So I think I think she should have left it at that. She, you know, she got it out there. People, It was some people talking about it. So she did ask the question, and Lisa answered it. I think she should have left it at that. Mm -hmm. But for the simple fact, she kept doubling back to it. Mm -hmm. It sounded like she was saying, oh, well, the girl, uh, the girl, she technically blah, blah, blah. It seemed like she was kind of shitting on Kobe a little bit. She wanted a hotter take out of Lisa. Yeah. Is what it seemed like. Yeah, it seemed, yeah, it seemed like she was trying to say, oh, well, um, uh, Lisa was pretty much saying, nah, his legacy is good. You know, he was a great guy, blah, blah, blah. And she said, "Oh well, the girls. Um, she the girl didn't go to court. Blah 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 because of this. And it seemed like she was trying to find every excuse to um, diminish what Lisa said about Kobe. So that's how I took that part. But um, as far as the um, as far as the video, I I thought it was I don't, it was kind of weird the CBS putting her out like that." <laughs> Like they could have put anything else out, but they put that little clip out. So I, I thought that was kind of fucked up on CBS part. I don't know if Gail had anything to do with it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she did, but if she didn't, I felt like that was kind of fucked up. <laughs> but um, as far as the whole comment thing, I ain't really have a problem with her asking that. But for the simple fact, it just looked so bad that she kept trying to get out, get something out of it. So um, I really ain't care about that. But um, the other part that I, I think with her just interviewing this type of shit, man, just her and Oprah together doing this type of shit to black people. 
it just looked so bad, man. It's sad. It yeah. really is. Yeah, it looked bad. Like um, like Snoop said, you ain't you know ain't nobody interviewing Harvey Weinstein or even talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then they don't like, even address it. After, like yeah. they won't even address it. Yeah, it be. I mean, I know you can't get a Harvey Weinstein interview. He pro- he won't do it. But it's like you ain't said nothing about that. Like R. Kelly, we know what R. Kelly did. Russell Simmons, we you know, I guess allegedly we know what he he's he did or what he's doing. Harvey Weinstein is doing the same exact thing, and they ain't say shit about that. So it's just it just looks so bad, man. I feel like Gail is taking the page out of Oprah's book. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they trying to go with it. I don't know if it's some type of some type of conspiracy where I guess people above them is trying to get these certain black people out of here, <laughs> but it felt like they on a mission. I, I, I would look initially. I was a hundred percent with both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but today I did in service of the podcast. Cause I try my best to be fair. Yeah. Um, I try, I know at this time, especially people are emotional about Kobe and what's happened. So you're going to see things a certain way, but I tried to be objective because I was just like, y'all, when I saw that Snoop video, I was getting hyped up like, yeah, fuck that bitch, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um, I, in before the podcast today, I actually went back and saw the entire piece with Gail King and Lisa Leslie. To Gail's point, she was right. The whole interview was not, if you just see that clip that CBS put out, you would assume like, yeah, you just cornered one of Kobe's friends and asked him about the rape case. The entire, it was more pro Kobe than negative Kobe. Mm -hmm. If you watch the entire thing, it starts off with Lisa showing all the stuff she collected from Kobe. They were close friends growing up and she asked about his life and she talked about um, the stuff he's done with the WNBA and Gail seen. It, it seemed like Gail likes Kobe. Yeah. If I mean, you watch the whole thing. Yeah. It, se- it seems like she actually liked Kobe, um, which brings me to the questions themselves. When you watch the entire interview and you can tell things were spliced up because it on- it was only five minutes. I'm with you, Figgy. I think the questions are fair. And for people who think they aren't, um, a journal- when you're a journalist, your job is not to be the PR person for your subject. It's not to make somebody feel comfortable. It's not to aim to never upset anybody. I'm not saying be disrespectful, but you're there to ask questions. And they answer it however they can, whichever way they can, and then you move on. So I watched it, and the way it came up, she really only asked two questions. And because of the way that Lisa answered, she had to keep going. Because when Lisa said, well, you know, the case went to trial, she that kind of assumed that, oh, he was found not guilty. Mm-hmm. And she had to correct and say that's not what happened. Uh, the, the alleged victim, she didn't say alleged, which I had a problem with. But the lady refused to testify. You have to clarify that when you're discussing the matters of a legal case that happened. Yeah. But she really only asked, number one, does the case complicate his legacy for you? And do you think the media, it's fair for the media to even talk about this? 
that's really all she asked. Mm. And the rest was just going off of what Lisa was already providing. I think those questions are fair. Mm. And for people who saying who are saying they're not, I guess you can think now is not the time. But Lisa agreed to the interview. You cannot tell Kobe Bryant's story without mentioning Colorado. When they make the 30 for 30 on Kobe, there will be an entire section on what what happened in Colorado, what allegedly happened and how his career took a turn after that. It changed everything for him, honestly. And you can't have a conversation about his life without bringing that up in some form or fashion. Okay. And I was with Snoop at first, but Mm -hmm. Snoop also appeared on the Ricky Smiley show and he made some comments I thought were kind of ignorant. Mm-hmm. Number one, you know, threatening that y'all going to come get Gail King. Chill out with that, Snoop. You, yeah. You're too old for that kind of talk, man. Honestly, don't don't go there. And the comments he made, it, they don't sit right with me because the fact is none of us will ever know what happened in that hotel room besides Kobe and that girl. That girl cannot talk about it legally because she took a settlement and she has an NDA. She can't talk about it. And Kobe is dead. Mm -hmm. So none of us, nobody alive without a shadow of a doubt can say Kobe did or didn't rape that woman. Yeah. Honestly. So the reasoning, look, I'm open to all interpret. You know, I'm conspiracy guy, (laughs) but going by what people are using to prove Kobe's innocence it's not enough for me. Yeah, no, I don't have, I like, I think it was distasteful of the timing that she asked the question, but I don't have a problem with the question. I understand that it's going to come up. I had a problem with how she asked the question in the sense of her tone, in the sense of her body language, in the sense of, um, it, it seemed more pushy than her just doing her job yeah. by her tone and her body language. It would have been different had she, um, ask that question a little differently. And I can't, you know, the way she talks is the way she talks. I don't know her personally, but in that clip, it seemed as though she was insinuating more than she may have had intention to. And that's what I had a problem with. It wasn't, it didn't seem like a wholehearted, like, I just really want to know your opinion type of question. It seemed like there was some, some, um, some ammunition behind what she was saying. I mean, it's, it's possible But like I said, I think when you watch the entire thing, you'll come out with a better picture. I'm not saying you won't have a problem with that question Mm -hmm. if you don't like it in the first place. But when you see the entire thing, uh, Gail seemed more pro-Kobe than anti-Kobe. It wasn't like an interrogation. Yeah, it wasn't like, like, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like an interrogation. And that's the network, too, using it as clickbait because people are going to click on it because they see that that's what they're talking about. So that, too, is in the sense of the network. And that, too, is more so the argument that we have as far as um, black women tarnishing black men's legacies I think that's more so the network aspect and like when people are saying why are we being the plants and this that and the other I think that is the bigger conversation yeah that that's why I mentioned earlier um, it's kind of fucked up on CBS part if they chose to get that part only mm-hmm. because I, I ain't see the whole interview but if you say it was a great interview or you know it was kind of you know she did a good job 
It was other parts they could have put out there. Yes, 100%. But they just took that part, and it just made her look wild. They knew it was going to be the most controversial thing, and it was, clearly. Yeah. But I think it made Gayle King look really bad. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, I think um, just her resume, man, I think her being cool with, you know, her best friend is this late, this billionaire Mm -hmm. who is pretty much trying to get a couple black men out of here yeah she did the michael jackson doc got a lot of heat f- from it you know it was being exposed as lies she secretly took that down she never said anything mm-hmm. about that now she working on the russell simmons doc or whatever that well, is she stepped away from that too yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying she, she did she um <laughs> she been very open about you know um i guess stuff like that with dealing with black men yeah and her best friend is uh you know her best friend interview, uh, um, you know, Lisa Leslie, and that's the one clip we see. Yeah. So the optics are bad. I th- yeah, because like I said, if it was if it was Stephen A. Smith, let's say Stephen A. Smith was interviewing her and he asked that, I don't think it would be no big deal like that. Yeah. I think people because people know the relationship he had with Kobe, but I just think because it was her and looking at her situation around. I think that just rubbed everybody the wrong way because they kept connecting her with Oprah, her and Oprah. Yeah. Look what Oprah doing. Look, look what she did with Michael Jackson. So I think that's part of the reason she getting a lot of heat. I'm not saying she wouldn't get heat, but she getting way more than I think people expected. I agree. And to that point, before it sounds like I'm too pro Gail King and too yeah. pro Oprah. <laughs> no, Snoop was right about the Weinstein thing. Yeah. He 100 percent is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close Gail King was to him, but I know Oprah was like besties with Harvey Weinstein. You see yeah, they, they got, got a, a lot ton of pictures, pictures hugged yeah. up together. And I've never heard her speak a disparaging word about him at all. Despite the fact that he's been doing his creep shit. If Forever. You listen to the details of this trial that's going on right now. He seems like it's just a creepy predator. He paid forty million dollars in settlements. Ridiculous, for, man. Yeah, that's, and he, that's everybody ridiculous. knew this. Too. Forty million dollars. Everybody knew this. Yeah, that's crazy. And she was also friends with Michael Jackson, so yes. that's what really made it bad. It's like you wait to this man. That, like I can respect you if that was your friend when he was alive, and you find this stuff out. So now you take a action like, nah, I don't really fuck with them like that. Yes. You know, I'm, I need to help these victims or something like that. But she wait to years until he died yes. to finally do something. It's like, what was the purpose? I still don't get the purpose of that. The purpose was to clean her hands, I think. And this is me going to conspiracy mode again. <laughs> I know. I think you mentioned but that, too. I believe that they are trying to make it look like, hey, we're doing our part. So don't mind us being friends with the predator because we're going after these other predators, the ones that can't defend themselves. So it looks like they're doing good, but really they're just hypocrites. And we see it now and they see that we see it now. And now they're starting to get a little bit scared. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think the only thing they're going to have to do next is, you know, go after Harvey Weinstein. Like, I don't know what their relationship is now. But that's the only way I think she could make it up some type of way. I don't think she cares to make it up, and to be honest. I don't think that I don't. Oprah? Yeah, I don't think that she gives a fuck. Like, I don't mm. think that she cares to make it up, and I don't think that she will do anything like that. Because if she was going to do it, she would have done it before trying to pinpoint on Russell, Will- I mean, Russell Simmons and um, 
you know, Michael Jackson, I understand that's a bigger figure, but Russell Simmons is somebody that, why? You know, like, I, I don't know, especially having such a close relationship to Harvey Weinstein. I, I just don't think she's ever going to, she's not ever going to touch that. I don't think I don't, so I don't see her ever it. doing it. I, I was surprised she won on that show. Yeah. That show and pretty much explaining, you know, how, how Gail was doing. That To me, that was shocking. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if she, you know, tried to do something. Mm-hmm. They might they might have like a small clip in some kind of Harvey Weinstein documentary, but I don't think they're going to go after him with the same nah. view that they've gone after but, other people. But see, and see, I she, don't think they feel wrong. I don't think that they don't. I think as a public, we see the wrong in what they're doing, but I don't think that they sincerely feel like they're doing any wrong. I think. I, I understand Oprah um, as far as speaking on Gail's behalf and saying talking about the death threats, things of that sort, because that is too extreme for, you know, somebody's opinion in an interview. But I don't think that they feel that they're doing anything wrong. So that's why I don't think that they care enough to try to make 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 do or make right in the black community because they don't care. Yeah. If I, they cared, they wouldn't have done it to begin with. I agree with that. And that's why I think, man, like I don't have a conspiracy set up where, you know, I could lay it all out. But. It's something, man, because Oprah is with the big dogs. Yeah. She's with the big networks and stuff like that. And just to see how they got Bill Cosby out of here, they got, um, they was working on Russell Simmons. And even though Russell Simmons might not come up every single day, but he's still a bit part of entertainment. Mm-hmm. How he, they trying to get him out of there. They, you know, they tried it with the Michael Jackson. And um, I don't know how long ago they shot that documentary, but. I feel like it came out right after the R. Kelly doc, mm-hmm. and then um, and then you had Gail King doing the R. Kelly interview. Yeah, so I felt like they had some type of little plan to kind of. To be fair, R. Kelly volunteered himself for that shit, so he's really to blame <laughs> no, for how that came no, out. I get it. No, <laughs> but, no, I get it. But it seemed like it was a plan. Like, hey, we're gonna do this. You know, we're gonna get a lot of um, plays from this. Yeah, and then um, and then okay, the the documentary. We should get a lot of love from this. And then, oh, what about Russell Simmons? Some women coming out for him. Hey, let's get a jump on this. I feel, I don't, like like I said, I don't have a conspiracy, but I feel like they doing something like that because they could have easily, you know, like I said, Harvey Weinstein, we said it much of the time. She could have easily went after that because mm-hmm. that was a story. But she, for the simple fact, she ain't say shit about it. Harvey Weinstein is more powerful than all of them combined. And that's, <laughs> that's why they haven't gone after him. I feel like the reason why these men, and I don't, I'm not going to say, and yeah, I know I'm a conspiracy guy. I don't think there is a plan to destroy the black man. Um, but I do think Hollywood is full of scumbags. And after they're done with you, they'll throw you to the wolves. And that's music, entertainment, everything. Everybody in the highest places is doing some creepy, nasty shit. In my mind. Mm. And when you're when they're done, because everybody knew about R. Kelly. Everybody knew about Bill Cosby. There were jokes and people talking about it for years. Yeah. But when they were on top of the world, you couldn't touch them. Yeah. Now, since they're old, washed up, R. Kelly ain't making no more hits. Bill Cosby, damn near dead. Uh, Like, and everybody, Michael Jackson is dead. And his family probably own his music. So the record label don't get shit from that. You know, you can throw them to the wolves because we're done with them. But everybody else, like a Harvey Weinstein, who's alive and still powerful, we have to we treat him with kid gloves because, you know, those relationships still matter 
to them. But everybody else, these people we're done with, nah, just toss them, cancel them, get rid of them. And like, I'm not saying it's, they don't deserve no, it, no, no, because they probably yeah. are all scumbags. No, yeah, I get but, it. It's just weird that she going after these certain people. Yeah. To me, and uh, like I said, it seemed like they got like a little network of you know, let's do all because what other interviews they do. I know Gail King is on the you know on the CBS Morning Show. That's to be fair. That's all we see. Yeah, that's there all. could be more that we don't pay attention to because they're not entertainers. Yeah, but we we don't see no other documentaries. We don't hear about no other Oprah documentaries. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. I think, but long story short, I think that's why Gail got all the heat she got. She would have got heat eventually, but I think that's why she got all that heat because of that circle. Yeah, and I also think people are just super super sensitive about the Kobe thing right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anything you say that can be perceived as negative it is going to be taken harshly. And it was really fucked up on CBS, man. Yeah. That clip. That and, was, and yeah. That was really fucked up, man. Putting that out there as clickbait was the worst <laughs> thing. And like I said, especially if, if I recommend everybody see the whole thing, it's only five minutes long and you'll walk away feeling better about it. I'm, I'm not saying you won't think they were still, they weren't distasteful, but you'll walk away thinking better of her than you did when you just saw that isolated clip. So everybody be fair. If you had a problem with it, check it out. Um, so do you think it was more? Uh, so do you put this whole blame on CBS for doing that clip? I put it for the on the situation. Uh, because that's pretty much what it was. Because yeah. I guarantee you, you probably was the only one that seen the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of I people. Put it, I mean, to be fair, there are some people who have seen it and still got upset the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But I do think isolating that. It was CBS's fault. They knew what they were doing, and they did it on purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I would put the blame mainly on it's, the network. Yeah, and, and see, I would honestly, I would kind of get it if he was still alive, and that came out. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would really feel like they probably trying to, you know, get this circle that you know, ice, uh, get people out of here, but. Just for the simple fact, the dude, he ain't even been buried. I don't think yeah, he's he been, hasn't buried been buried. Yet. Yeah. Like, people, st- it still hurt. We lost one of the biggest people ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? At a I young agree. age, at a tra- tragic death. And to see, you know, just to see somebody being grilled over an a accusation from, you know, years ago, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it will rub anybody the wrong way. Even if, I mean, Especially if they loved them. If it was your family member, you'll probably be like, man, come on. Like, this is not the right time type of thing. Even though I think it was a fair question. I just think just the timing of it. And it's like I said, it's not her not her fault. I think it was fucked up on CBS. Mm-hmm. But just that timing, man. It'd be different if it was a couple months later. Yeah. yeah. Just that time. I, because I'm still hurt. <laughs> I still be thinking about like, damn, he really gone. Yeah, man, everybody is, honestly. And um, I, I do agree with Lisa Leslie's point that y'all had all this time to ask him about this. Yeah. Actually, that's one of my criticisms about ESPN. When he was there, he did he was did doing several shows at ESPN, and I didn't hear one person ask him about that. But I do remember a few years ago, Floyd Mayweather went on the network to go promote a fight and Carrie Champion just grilled him over domestic violence accusations. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And she really got in his ass. I remember that. And he didn't come for that at all. But you have Kobe on your set every single day and not one person asked him because you know why? Because he's bringing in money for the network. Yeah. You don't want to ruin that relationship. 
But you don't care about Floyd Mayweather, so let's just fucking do a viral clip of us grilling him for no reason. Yeah. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So I do agree, like, the media is cowards because y'all could have asked him about it yourself. And now that he's dead, you know, you're trying to get clickbait off of it. Yeah. yeah. So I felt a certain way about that. But what what can you do, man? It's It never stops on. So Ryan Rock is pro Gail King. <laughs> Fuck it, man. No, 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 I'm messing, I'm messing That's with you. That's what I heard. I mean, yeah. look, man. Nah, I'm messing with you. No, no, no. No, I get it. No, it was, it's fair. Like, I can't disagree with you. Yeah. And real so. quick, I don't like the people going out the window saying we need to fuck her up and all this other I stuff. Think yeah. I think that was going way too far. That's too much. It was a question. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, like, Snoop did too much there. Like I get people want to cancel people. That's kind of normal now, but the death threats, man, that's like for what? Yeah. There was there was one comedian who made a joke and I think he kind of deserves any smoke he gets. <laughs> Ari Shafir. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that, mm-hmm. but this dude basically like he was trolling the day that Kobe Bryant died. He oh, made a shit. video and a tweet saying that he's glad that Kobe's dead and just some gross shit. And yeah. I I feel like if he catches the fade, too he bad. Deserved, yeah. Yeah. Too, he's not a journalist. He was trying to make a joke, and it was went terribly. Damn. But Gail King was asking a question. She does not deserve to be fucked up or get death threats over it. Y'all got to chill out. Calm down. Take a breath. Uh, smoke something. Just don't don't be hurting people for no reason. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think anybody gonna touch Gail King anyway. She mm-hmm. she made she's a Come made on, woman. Man. Ain't nobody touching her. Man. <laughs> she's a made woman. <laughs> um, right hand. Let's lighten things up, man. Uh, so Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill had a very public spat on social media. Um, I don't know exactly what triggered this, but they went back and forth about several things on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, they've deleted a lot of this shit, but some of it's still up. Um, Nicki kind of kicked it off by saying, and nigga been tweeting about my man for a year now talking about he went to my page to see him, but he was blocked. My nigga move on. I know you're bitch embarrassed. Shit it yourself in that store. When you got pressed though, clown emoji. <laughs> so apparently this started because, um, Meek Mill liked a photo that was basically clowning Mr. Petty, Nikki's husband, mm-hmm. and saying something about he belonged in a Jimmy Jazz um, display. <laughs> oh, wow. And That's the picture was hilarious. No, the picture, the meme that he liked was equally hilarious. Like, it looked just like him. I don't know if somebody <laughs> photoshopped him because he had on the same outfit and everything. So, I don't know the details of the picture. It was kind of fuzzy because it was a screenshot of what looked like a screenshot that he had liked. So I I don't know. I thought that what he what it was comical what he liked anyways. And but that's apparently what sit Nicky. Okay. Off. Okay. That, dude little, that makes sense. He look lame, man. Uh, yeah. Like, yes. like people <laughs> no, people no, people was clowning Safari saying mm-hmm. she was he was corny and all that stuff. He looked way cornier than Safari to me. I mean, I, I Nicky could get anybody she wants. Let's yeah, be real. But she's corny too. Just because she look good don't mean she's not corny. She well, like she corny can... dudes to go with her corny self. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess. <laughs> and I I'll think... just look at somebody like her. She could get any any entertainer right now. Uh, you know, she could get anybody she want. I think I think she likes hood dudes and street dudes, and I think a lot of these industry dudes are just acting. And maybe she feels like this dude. This dude just came from prison, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. She'd known him for a while. 
So it could be the old connection, number one, and number two, the fact that she feels like he's actual, legit, genuine street dude and not just a rapper. I don't know. I, I guess but, so. He wear the Balenciagas with the boot yes, cuts. Yes, with the boot cut <laughs> jeans. Yes. Um, so anyway, Nikki also went on and said, uh, this is on Instagram. She said, you a clown. You do it for the likes. Twitter fingers beats women and scared of men. And so Meek, I guess this got Meek to actually say something because when he she alleged that he beats women, uh, he said, the only way you can try to kill my career is to say I beat women. Talk about your brother convicted of rape and you been noon, you been new and pay for his lawyer. That was the hardest thing about I, this whole beef, trying to decipher what these people were saying. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I was just scrolling, going back and forth from page to page. Like, yes. oh, oh, he went there. Oh, she went there. He said, your little brother touched that little girl, too. I didn't know what that meant. Mm. Are both of her brothers rapists? Like, I don't know. But anyway, he continued to say, you know, I know you want me to crash with your boyfriend and I won't. You sad. you willing to crash your man because you losing now and everybody in the industry know you're a bad person. You been knew your brother was raping that little girl. That's why I got away from you. Damn. That was tough. That was real yeah. tough. But I also feel like he's been exposed as a liar because we knew he tried to get Nikki back. Yeah. He did? Oh, did he, didn't he make that song about the boot cut Balenciaga jeans? You ain't hear that verse? Yeah, yeah. I heard the verse, like, but I didn't. She was call, like, he was calling his, her, her, his, her current man Elaine saying, you need to get back with me, basically. Yeah. I, so, do you believe that part in the song? Because I know I could take a song. I can't take a song with nothing but a grain of salt. Because he could have been spicing that up a little I bit. I think Meek was trying to get Nikki back, man. I think he's fronting on that end. I don't think that was the reason why they broke up. Because her brother was a oh, rapist. No, no. I, no, oh, I, no. I ain't saying that. But I ain't going to say, say, oh, yeah, he said that at the beginning of the song, a little skit, that, oh, yeah, that's what really happened. No, I'm not saying it that. He could have been jazzing it up yeah. for the song. No, yeah. he definitely did. But, but I'm just saying yeah. the intent, like, he wanted Nikki back at some yeah. point. And he's acting like he left her because he was righteous about her brother being an ass. But um, so what else did Nikki say? Nikki also came back with some fire. She said, you beat your own sister and taped it. Spit on her and taped it. Kicked me in front of your mother and sent her to the hospital. I understand that part. Yeah. So you kicked Nikki into Meek's mother and Meek's mother went to the hospital? I think... What she's trying to say is you beat your sister up, you kicked Nikki in front of your mother, and you sent your sister to the hospital. Okay, that makes sense. That's what I think she's trying to say. That makes more sense, because I'm imagining like a bowling ball scenario. (laughs) (laughs) You're knocking over some pins. Um, She also said, sucking Drake dick made you feel tough again. Move on. Um, And then in a deleted tweet, she said... Imagine talking about an alleged rape of a child to hurt someone who wasn't involved just so people can dislike me. You can never stand on your own. You won't tell people the mother is on tape asking me for $20 million to make the charge go away, though. You was around. You know. See you soon. And (laughs) Meek also came back. He said surrounded by rapists. Wait, who who said this part? 
Yeah, Meek says, surrounded by rapists talking what? Stop playing. You picked a great time to be saying I ever put my hands on you. You full of hate, and the whole industry know you full of hate, and you're back getting low, so you want to destroy me. So on and so forth. That was basically the end of it. Yeah. Um, And, and they both had songs come out on Friday, <laughs> and they both kind of taken back. Well, they haven't really taken back, but they've kind of said they, they regret engaging Doing like that. this. Yeah. So... Uh, what do you guys make of this? Is there any right or wrong person, or are they both just wilding? I think they're both wild. I think that this might have set out for because Nikki was the initiator. It it makes me feel like it was for Pub. Um, Nick, Meek, I do think that he tried to because Nikki. If if I understand the whole timeline correctly. Nikki saw that tweet or saw him like whatever he liked. She started tweeting. She went to her Instagram and then like both. She went to multiple platforms basically to start clowning him. And then me got involved. So I, I looked at it initially as just Nikki. Oh, Nikki about to drop something soon because why is she entertaining me? Got out of nowhere. And then, um, but then for Meek to engage, I, I just thought it was distasteful on both parts. The, his last tweet, I think, read something along the lines of like his girlfriend was pregnant. Yeah. And going he's back going and back and forth with my ex. I look my, like a clown or something like that. Yeah, my pregnant girl right here or something like that. Yeah. And, is this the first time we learned that Meek Mill has a yes. pregnant girlfriend? It's not the first time I, that we learn. It's the first time that he's he's said something about it, mm. according to the Shade Room. Because, you know, they're messy. So yes. that was the caption. Meek finally finally um acknowledges his pregnant Claimed girlfriend her. yeah finally claims her or something like that <laughs> when we all know that, that that girl was pregnant by me and he's been dating her for a long time so i just thought it was distasteful on both of their parts um especially in the sense of nobody knows the truth but them too and you know those that were involved it's like we'll we'll never know and they were both just trying to tarnish each other's name for no reason at this point like it is what it is you either care and like them and support them or you don't. I don't think the the back and forth is, is going to do too much for those that, that have a mind of their own because how would we ever know this? Yeah. Yeah. Figgy, what do you make of it, man? I thought it was whack. I, feel like, <laughs> like, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it at the moment, but them spelling out all that shit was kind of whack. Yeah. Because um, y'all was together at one point. Yeah. Y'all wasn't together at one point, and now all this. Now you want to throw out? Oh, he used to beat this person up, or I thought the timing was convenient. Yeah, he used to beat me, and you hit me one time. You kicked me, and then he like, oh yeah, that's why I got away from you. Your brother doing this, like you. Why is you saying all that right now? You know what I mean? So it to me, it kind of looked whack. You only saying that just to get back at each other. Mm -hmm. Like you ain't saying no other time. You. You could have pulled a uh, Oprah and you know did a documentary on child molesters that something I don't know it's, it it was just kind of wet with that whole situation they just throwing out shit back and forth it's just like man like like you I'm sure you knew about this shit when you was with her and, and I'm sure that wasn't the reason you decided yeah. to stop talking to her so um, I don't know I think it was. I think it was kind of whack. And if that was the reason he stopped talking to her, he probably wouldn't even break it up. He probably just said, you know what? I'm cool on that. You know, that's between them and God or blah, blah, blah. 
But for the simple fact, you just throwing it back and forth like that. I think it was kind of whack. I think Meek Mill should be ashamed of ashamed of himself because of this. Yeah. I think so. He could have he could have replied classy. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do all that shit because the whole you know you beat women and blah blah blah. That would have probably got me to reply too. Yeah, because that's something serious. Mm-hmm. You you see how people took out Nas when he didn't need he ain't Fabulous. say yeah, yeah. He, and they ain't say nothing. <laughs> Uh, we seen the video yeah, with Fab. Yeah, that's true with Fabulous, yeah. But um, Nas never said anything, and people went with it. Mm-hmm. So I understand him replying to that part, but he could have easily said, you just doing this for promo, you doing this to get attention, blah, 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 kept it moving. And y'all both equally were were drugged out at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Meek has publicly said this. Nikki, we can tell by your actions. <laughs> so I just, I, I don't... Who knows what happened during that time when yeah. y'all were both on pills and out of y'all's minds? Yeah, they just throwing each other laundry, dirty laundry out. So it was kind of it was it was too messy. But as far as the situation, I really don't care. I agree. Um, I'm not gonna lie and say it wasn't entertaining because it was it when was. it was unfolding in real time. Like, oh my god, yeah. going back and forth. That's how you pages. know it was entertaining when Rocket <laughs> put it in the group. Yeah. Y'all, Nikki and me going back and forth. I was like, what? No, the, like the 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 what? Like I was surprised how quickly it went to the fucking dirt, man. Yeah. Like they didn't waste any time going straight to the oh you beat women oh your brother's a rapist and yeah. that's kind of why I feel like innately i want to feel like this was promo but it, it was too slanderous yeah to believe that this was a promotional act for it wasn't a song. no you a bitch ass nigga yes. you want to be with me and no nah, bitch remember you called me yes it wasn't none of that it was straight to the saying be, saying meek beat women could potentially destroy his career it could yeah and also calling nikki a defender of a child rapist yeah could destroy her career Yes. So there were some heavy blows being thrown, man. Yes. Uh, and, and I think people have kind of moved past it now. I think they realize that they're fucking each other up by continuing this. So that's why they kind of pulled back. Um, so I agree with y'all, man. It, it, it didn't have to go this far, but it was entertaining. Um, I, I did like the fact that uh, Nicki Minaj tweeted a picture of Meek and she said, Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Bad built face ass obsessed with the queen. <laughs> you said you did like? I liked it because I think it's funny when women act like the dudes that they fucked before are ugly all of a sudden. Yeah. You gave him the pussy. Why suddenly? Yes. Y'all did a song together. <laughs> yes. Y'all was in love and suddenly now he ugly. <laughs> like you making yourself look bad really because you smashed him and now he's be, he's been bad built this whole time yeah. so that's always funny to me my name nick <laughs> <laughs> and, and that goes to another point too man because i feel like no matter what when men break up no matter how bad the breakup was and how resentful we are we won't say our ex was ugly yeah Cause y'all don't want to lie, but women always go there first. Yes, uh, that nigga ugly anyway. Like they, they yeah. y'all go for the small dick. Y'all go, y'all do whatever hey, you can. She was with me three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you telling me all this shit now? Yes. I was corny. Y'all you go stayed with a corny nigga for three years. <laughs> <laughs> what did that make you? <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Y'all go for tearing down our looks, but we we never we use we'll tear down everything else. We say, oh, she was a bitch. Oh, she fuck crazy. that bitch. Yeah. She a hoe. But we won't say that you was ugly. <laughs> we won't say you know break 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 you down on the physical level. Mm-hmm. But y'all go for the juggler with us yeah. because y'all don't care about anything else. What do you mean? I Explain. Think- I think that guys saying something about your character and stuff, I think guys are less likely to take offense to it depending on depending on that specific person, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think you're less likely to take offense to it because you already have your ego and a sense of, I know that I'm this way and I know da 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 So you're not going to be phased by me telling you that you – uh, are a jerk and da 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 da. I know, like you, you're you're proud of that, so I Fair, can't tell okay. you nothing that's about actually, yourself. That's actually a great point. Yeah, <laughs> so I gotta tell you how ugly you are and how small your penis is. And we don't all care that. about being called fuck niggas or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but don't we care do about care that. about being called ugly. Yeah, because then you gonna start thinking about it. Like, dang, I didn't think I was ugly. Am I ugly? She said I was ugly. Like, then you'll start really thinking about it. But that's she, actually a great point. I feel like I feel like. A woman can hit a man hard if she take the high road, though. If she say, oh, yeah, we was together. Yeah, I thought he was all that. It just didn't work out right. That type of thing. If they take the Solange road. Yeah. Remember what Solange did when she yeah. told everybody she was divorced? Mm-hmm. She ain't say, oh, he was ugly as fuck or he couldn't do this, couldn't do that. She got to the high road. I feel like that would kind of make me a little more saltier than you just saying shit out of anger. That's actually true, too. I feel like the worst thing for a man is to feel like you don't even care. Like yeah. that, because that's when we know that it's hurts over. You hard, it man. Does. That yes. hurts you real hard. Just imagine if a girl was like, yeah, yeah, Ryan, yeah, you was, yeah, he was a great guy, you know, but, you know, just time to move on. Yeah. You're going to be like, damn, that's that it. That part hurt, yeah. Yeah, but you probably, you probably wouldn't feel that way. She's like, man, you ugly, you this. Mm-hmm. Like, in the back of your mind, you're like, bitch, you was all over me. Yes. But if she say, oh, yeah, I just wanted to move on. I think it's t- our energies don't match, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if she say some cool shit like that. That means she's getting fucked by somebody else already. Yeah. <laughs> that does not mean it's that. It's true. Yes, it does. It not does. Mean that. If a woman has moved on to that level where she's like, well, our energy just wasn't matching. No, she found somebody else. Not necessarily. <laughs> a woman will find did. somebody quick. Yes. And move. They will find somebody, match that energy. Yes. And then break up with you. Like, yes. when, like when a guy realized, like, damn, I think she about to break up with me. There is nothing the man can do. It's over. Yep. <laughs> it's like that. Like you could throw a hail mary, but once a woman is checked out, they are checked yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a that's man, true. you could kind of a man could double back. Like, oh, uh, you know, I think about leave. I, I, I double back again. We can change a woman's hate into love pretty easily. Yeah, honestly. And if a woman hates you, that means that she has passion for you still (laughs) when she don't give a fuck about you no more. And she's like, oh, I'll I'll, I'll just wish you the best. Yeah, that's what hurts. Yes. The wish you well, wish you the best when she don't text you again. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's that's, what hurts. That's when it's over. Yes. So I think I think if um, like I said, I think if me took the classy role, I think he would have I think that would have hurt more. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Well, since we on this topic anyway, let's go into some what a bro. I know we haven't done what a bro knows in a while because we, we we're haven't squares. done it this year. We haven't this year at all. Oh, this wow. the first one this year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jasmine posed a question before the podcast. <laughs> 
We keeping that at the beginning, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we could. We can. We can. We can. We can. <laughs> so you pose a question to us that I really need to know how this question came. So why don't you repeat it? Okay. So before giving background information, have do either of you or, you know, if you want to explain Spill this out on the podcast. <laughs> like, do do y'all know anyone with a micro penis, or do you have a micro? <laughs> or do either of you have one that you're willing to share? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Seven. Yes. What the fuck? Like, why would anybody get on and admit they have a fucking micro? <laughs> I'm 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 confused because number one, how we know somebody who has one? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Check I them actually out. do know a couple people. Yeah, that. yeah my homeboy Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but come on, man. So okay, I can't wait to hear this story. Oh man. <laughs> so Ash, um, she was on Buzzfeed one day, mm-hmm. um, this week, and she sent. Me. What's that app? Yeah, it's like a, just like a news feed type of thing. Oh, okay. They give you a bunch of random knowledge okay. about stuff. Um, so she sent this article to me, and I didn't see the article at first. I saw like some of the commentary because she's she's a child, and she screenshotted and like <laughs> cut out some of the commentary that came with some of these stories. So I was like, "What the hell is she sending me?" Like, so of course I open the article and read, and then before you read, there's like a picture there that shows you what a micro penis is and i'm like oh my gosh like i didn't know <laughs> i knew i thought i knew what that was mm-hmm. and the picture i was like oh my god this is completely different from what i thought i was i thought there was some guys out there that had micro penises but they're no they just have small penises <laughs> this is like a whole nother level yeah so i was just interested like i i now i'm just kind of intrigued to know like well, in the article, there were several stories, but about 14 women had shared their experiences that they had with guys with micro penises, and it was very interesting to me. So I just was interested to know, like, <laughs> was that the article? Any, yeah. So I was just interested to, to know, like, article. if there was anybody around me that I knew that had one, is, um, or if anyone knew of anybody. I wanted to know your experience, basically, because these are just articles from random people. <laughs> like, I wanted to know, like. How does that work for you? Like, what do you, how, how, how does that work for you? You're, we just straight up shame them now. So they're never going to want to tell me their stories now. Nobody's going to come up to you and just admit they have a micro penis. Number one. Yeah. Um, I've actually read some things like that. Like there's a whole discussion board on people <laughs> the uh, fact that you know uh, this no because look yes. you know all the fucking pornographic shit I've read on in my life uh-huh. it's been numerous so I actually stumbled upon this shit and it's like a bunch of dudes really feeling sorry for themselves Ah, see and, and that's, that's sad though but I mean and here's the thing like that's why I don't think women realize how you shaming a dude for a dick or calling, oh, you ain't got no, your dick's small or some shit like that. Y'all don't realize how painful that can be. Yeah. Because, number one, it's men are- nothing can do about it. Men, especially black men, are judged by that. And it's not like your ass or your titties. Yeah. You can get that shit bigger. 
but we really can't do shit about ours. Yeah. I'm sure there is some kind of surgery you can get. But ain't nobody trying to get a surgery on their dick. Like, you you got what you got. Yeah. And micro... I don't know if people have seen a micro penis. It's smaller than you think. It, it, it's fucking it ridiculous. It absolutely is. I thought that I had encountered <laughs> yes. micro penises no, without have reading this article. <laughs> Most people probably haven't. They just think it's a small one. But no, th- that shit is fucking... It, it is microscopic. Yeah. Literally. Um, I will I just never... Ran, huh? I just ran across an article from BuzzFeed that said 14 women... That's it tell what it's like having sex with a micro penis that's it that's bad so i want like needless to say i will try my hardest never to dick shame again because those articles were interesting and also kind of just really sad like people can't help that like Mm -hmm. they really can't help it and that's what they're living with so (laughs) i just wanted you know obviously i'm going to do research and what can i do to keep my child from having one is there anything that... Nothing, Jasmine. What are vitamins or something? Come on. You don't know. <laughs> By the time Nothing. I have a kid, I'm Drink sure there will milk. be some type of technology or some type of enhancements or pills or supplements that I can Just take at that point. Just marry you at the Marry a big dick dude. And you know, I guess that's all you can really do. No. Nah, but, I mean, I, there's really no... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's a genetic thing. I don't know. I, I don't know how that's that comes about. I don't think it's nothing you could do. But... Ain't nothing you can really yeah. do about that. I would hate. I my heart goes out to those parents and that have so, to go through that with their child, and so, then they're and then they and then growing up as an adult having to live with it. I really, I really yeah. do feel for you. I don't have pity for them, but go ahead, Piggy. I was gonna say, don't talk about don't don't tell a dude he got a small micro thing mm-hmm. anymore because that's gonna come back to bite you. <sighs> it, it, you might not get a dude with a micro, but. The one you love the most, which would probably be your son, might end up with that same problem. Because people used to always talk about that with mm-hmm. mentally challenged kids and all that stuff, when people used to laugh at them, all that stuff. And then they end up with a mentally challenged kid. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe you can't talk yeah, about Yeah, don't laugh at dick no dudes. dicks no more. <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted to know, you know, see if y'all had any experience. I, I don't think you're going to find many people with. I mean, that's pretty rare, honestly. No, it is. It's yeah. said about like. It's a whole bunch of comments on these experiences on this buzz Because they're laughing. <laughs> no, one girl really. said it was like someone was trying to knock but couldn't quite get in. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like that. That's that's tells me everything I need to know. Look, I mean. <laughs> I, I would have pity, but I I honestly feel like, look, there, there are things you just are going to have to do if you have a micro penis. You can't feel sorry about it. You got to improve every single other part of your life so yeah. that that won't turn nobody off. Like, I mean, it's going to turn people off regardless, but you have to be so be dope. Saint. You got to be so dope. And I mean dope and everything. You got to be a great dresser. You got to be fucking as much money as you can get. You got to be a hustler. You got to be educated. You got to be everything super swollen fit. Do whatever you can do. And I if you can do all that, I think you'll be okay. You'll get, y'all can, y'all will find some way to make it work. Here, can I read the comment? Go ahead. All right. This comment, anonymous. <laughs> of course, she mm-hmm. said her name is anonymous. I dated a guy with a very small peen about a year ago. The first time I saw it, I was surprised, but I didn't. It, but it didn't phase me that much. The first time we had sex, it, 
it was the only time we actually uh, penetrated, had penetrated sex. Mm. For the rest of the time we dated, we engaged in oral sex only. I didn't mind this at all. He was really good at what he did. Damn. And see, be- that's another thing, too. <laughs> and besides, the penetrator sex was kind of awkward for both of us. See? We just didn't find rhythm, and thus um, neither of us enjoyed it that much. I think he was probably focused on learning the other skills to compensate for his lack of size, but see? we never discussed that. All in all, I was really satisfying. It was a really satisfying relationship for me. See? So I guess there's other ways you could. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There are other ways you can make a girl happy if you have that condition. So you got to be really good at that. And I, I just don't have pity for that, man, because honestly, that's something that's like being born without an arm. You know, it yeah. sucks, but that's just your life. Yeah. So you'll figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think, like I said, it, it it's probably super awkward. They probably feel ashamed, but um, we all got something that you know we don't. Ha- uh, we all want something we don't have. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, I want a beard. <laughs> I can't really grow a beard. Every girl want a man with a beard. I got to do the baby face. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you know it, it's the way it is. I'm sure it's my wife love my baby face. Mm-hmm. So um, it's probably. Similar to a micro. <laughs> I'm reading another one. It said I wouldn't be opposed to hooking up with someone else with a small penis. But um, this current guy she was just talking about was saying um, he didn't make up for anything. See? So it was kind of lazy. Yeah. Can't be lazy. And then there's one in there that game. was so self-conscious and so like paranoid about everything that he didn't even allow the relationship to be what it could have because he was so in his head. And she actually really liked him and thought that he was a good guy and like didn't didn't have a problem with it. But he wouldn't allow the relationship to prosper because he was so. I like, know you think my dick is little. <laughs> just say it, girl. Say it. That Don't could, lie. That could be damaging though. It's like yeah. no, for, I think so. It's, it's like that for dudes with just a regular size. Mm. You know what I mean, you can have a regular size and be like, damn. Like I know she only fuck with people with twelve inches. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, that could that could be any guy for real, for real. So I can't even imagine being in that situation and thinking, uh, you know, I'm sure they probably got women that laughed. These are just these are generous comments, by the way. But they probably got women who laughed and pulled their pants back up and just left or mm-hmm. they probably went through a lot where they, yep. you know, they feel like the woman is always laughing at them. I kind of feel like if you had a micro penis, you would have to divulge that information before y'all had sex. Mm. You can't just bring that on somebody. Yeah, yeah. It can't be a surprise thing. Yeah. I think it got to be something where you, obviously y'all comfortable talking. That's almost like dating a trans woman. Like she yeah. got to let you know yeah. before things <laughs> pop off. That's a good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to let them know before. You can't just bring that on somebody. You got to be like, look, this is what I'm working with, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Either you're going to be down with it or not. And if you're not, we can just move on. Yeah. But as far as this, I think it it need to be something where it kind of start off in the conversation. Like, how do you feel about this? Or how would you feel if I had a micro? Uh, you can't start off like that. <laughs> you can't just go. You, no, you can't just go diving in like, "Hey, I got a micro." You got to Hey, heads up. You got to be comfortable, man. I, but I think I don't know how you would even approach that. Like, just, just think of it like this: uh, 
Say, for instance, Jasmine was talking to somebody and, mm -hmm. you know, they kind of got comfortable. He ain't going to come out and say, oh, yeah, my dick is a little below average. <laughs> I hope you cool with that, <laughs> by the way. I know, you, I know you was expecting something huge, but uh, it's below average. I feel like... You kind of you kind of got to go in. If y'all having that talk a little bit where he's com comfortable to ask you, he got to be like, oh, how would you feel if, you know, a guy had a below average thing? Like, would you be okay with that? You, we, you can't. People, you can't, people had them conversations, man. Yeah, that I feel like you could ask that, depending yeah. on, like, the the time frame. I wouldn't say time frame. Just the vibe of, of y'all's relationship. I feel like you can ask something like that, but I'm absolutely going to know you're talking about yourself. That's the only See, thing. See, and that's, look, you you can only have that conversation if you have like a medically diagnosed micro penis. Honestly, <laughs> you can't just do that if you're below average. I feel like if you're just a below average dude, you just gotta hope for the best. Yeah, no, I, and <laughs> that that I feel like that's just on you to to work out whenever the time comes. But a micro penis, I feel like that absolutely needs to be discussed. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, you, you can't just bring that on somebody. Yeah. yeah, not yeah. a surprise, but it gotta be some type of conversation to say, hey, like just to let you know. And you got to do it while so, she's hot and horny too. You, so there yeah. would be less. <laughs> be like, hey, I got dildos. I don't know what a dude like that would have to do. That's tough, do he, man. They probably use a strap on. You think they use a strap on? They they definitely use toys. Like mm. I would imagine you have to. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That's rough. That's one of those problems. I'm glad uh, to deal with, man. What, honestly, what's weird cause is because life is hard enough. What's weird is like. I think it's possible to have a good relationship like that. I think you really got to be good at like the tongue game and stuff like that because look at lesbian women. Mm -hmm. They they still use toys and strap-ons yep. and stuff like that, and they be you know happily married. So I think it's ways around it. I don't think it's just straight up just you know just the micro penis. That's it. I think there's. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's someone for everyone, man. Yeah, and I think I definitely you can find someone who is not the whole relationship does not verge on sex. Basically, there are other things that are more important, and you're gonna find some women who you know that's not gonna work for them no matter what, no matter yeah. how good you are, no matter how nice you are, that's not gonna work for them no matter what. But you're gonna find women, of course, who don't have that high of a sex drive or just don't care about that that much. Yeah. So there's someone for everybody. That's why I don't have any pity, man. There's someone for everyone. Yeah. So I yeah, I got a lot of female friends, and um, one of them was telling me how um, she was with a bigger guy, and uh, it was her first time being with like a bigger guy, and uh, she like, yeah, you know, the sex is cool, you know, I, but I really like him, so you know, I really enjoyed that type of thing, but she wasn't saying it was mind blowing, like, oh yeah, he got it going on, but. She really liked this guy, so she really enjoyed, you know, just making love with this guy. Mm -hmm. So it made up for, I guess, the lack of what he got. If it was like a one-night stand, she'd probably be disappointed. But she was like, oh, yeah, he's great. You know, I love what he do, blah, blah, blah. I, I have a related question now because this <laughs> actually happened to me. Um, there was a girl I was talking to. And we, she had seen my, like, we had messed around before. We hadn't had, like, full-on sex. But uh, we had messed around before, you know. She was messing with me. I was messing with her. And she had seen my dick before. But this was, like, I want to say 10 years ago. Mm. And we recently started talking again. And 
I don't know how the conversation came up, but we were talking about shit. And I guess she asked, like, you got a big dick or something? And I said, mine is all right. <laughs> and she got nervous when I said mine is all right. Mm-hmm. Like, she wanted pictures. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I sent her pictures, and she was like, oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But do y'all get scared when we're honest about our dick? If you heard a dude say my dick is all right, would that be cause for concern with you? No, um, only because in my in my experiences, people say stuff like that when they're trying to be humble. Um, well, fair enough. Damn, man. She called it <laughs> on to the secret. Uh, yeah. That was the number one secret people never talked about. Like, undersell it. Yeah. You, gotta like, undersell it. you can't I, say, oh, yeah, I got a long month. Like, no <laughs> one's going to say that. Like, no, I don't know any guy that has, like... Of age in our adult life that has bragged on how huge their dick is. No, really? Yeah, no. Okay. Like, even... That was back in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, so (laughs) I think it... Like, to hear you say that, I would think that you're just being very modest. Okay. Or you're trying to, like, downplay it, and you know what you're working with. Okay. So I I wouldn't ask you. That worked for me so many times. (laughs) Because girls, what? Uh, Ooh, uh uh-uh. And then once again, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. like... Right, wait a minute, hold on, like... You just shot me right now, that type of thing. <laughs> so always undersell it. Always oh, undersell it. But I, I guess since Jasmine called on, I think <laughs> a lot of women called the game, on. The game is ruined now. Yeah. But I was just wondering, because she did legit like get scared when I say that, when I said mm. that. So I didn't know she expected me to just say it was giant or something <laughs> or what the fuck. But she did want proof, so <laughs> I had to provide it, but it how, went pretty good. How do you feel when women brag about um, their goods? Like, oh, yeah, I got that. I, I, I take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> like, I got, oh, my pussy. Like, I don't care what niggas told you about your pussy, okay? You don't really know what it feels like. Yeah. You know, and, and niggas just say whatever because they, they want to keep having sex. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't I don't trust nobody when they say, oh, my, this pussy real. Like, it's the same, honestly. <laughs> All y'all it? shit is so, really the no, same. No, I really have questions. So it it. You really feel like it's the same? It's not. Okay, it's not exactly the same. There's different shapes, sizes. Some's tighter. But I've never had one that's like... I've had women brag on it, and then it felt like all the other ones who bragged on it. (laughs) Did you have something that was bad? Did you have something where you're like, man, this is awful? I had... I I think... uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's one of my first ones, probably. Uh, I don't know if I just wasn't accustomed to the smell. But it just it something. something. <laughs> Wait, I don't know that it's supposed it's, to. Uh, it, there, there was a punch. Like, I, I, look, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was new. I was new at being at that in that area, and the smell. I wouldn't say it was bad, but it was just something I wasn't used to yet. Yeah. And that's probably my worst experience, just not being used to it. But you know, as I've grown more mature. You know, now I know what's good and what's bad. Yeah. But I'm not trying to sleep around yeah. no more. I'm past that age. Gotcha. I had something that was bad. It was bad. The, the, the part that hurts the worst is this girl looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like, peop, if you see her, you'd be like, damn, I got to get that. But it was so bad, man. It was dry. Oh, no. That's the worst. And like, <laughs> look, we did it twice. Mm-hmm. So the first time it was, you know, it was rough. It was like, uh. So, you know. I ain't want to be, you know, it's the first time. 
So I doubled back, like, okay. <laughs> like, and this wasn't like the next week. It was like months later. I ended up doubling back, and it was still the same. It was oh, still bad. I'm like, oh, man, this is this is awful. The dry shit is the worst, though. Yeah. yeah that, that, it was, you got to yeah. have lube or something. And it wasn't like a thing where she wasn't turned on. We was like. Yeah, some women just have dry. Yeah, I was it's just weird. like, I don't like, oh, man, it was terrible, man. Yeah. She looks so good too, but that's the worst too, man. I'm like, man, mm. and it's funny because I end up seeing this girl walking down the street, and I was with, we was in the car with my homeboys, and he seen her. He was like, oh, damn, she look good, man. Oh my, and I'm thinking, that, I ain't tell her I, I mess with her, mm-hmm. and I was thinking in the back of my head like, bro, you do not want that shit, man. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, that don't even matter to niggas yeah. if you tell them. If you tell them like the pussy they trash, they still gonna try. Yes, yeah. Like but if going. a girl say, "Oh, this, this dick ain't shit," she, her girlfriend she, ain't never gonna fuck with ain't you. Ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like his career is over. That's a death sentence. <laughs> his career is over. Yes, you gotta move to another city. Yeah, you gotta find somebody that don't know none yes. of them girls she told. <laughs> Like, oh man niggas would be like oh, let me try and see if yes. you for real yes <laughs> they, go, they go back they go back to the block like yeah you was yeah. right man yeah. like, nigga I told you that <laughs> <laughs> or then you had some of the thirsty niggas like man it wasn't that bad at all yes, man yes yes like, that, too. <laughs> that too that too I don't know what you talking me. about bro come on <laughs> man see y'all, y'all are the worst the worst <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. We still get y'all shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that was a good what a bro knows, man. It's been for a while that we yeah. have one. Oh yeah. Uh what else happened this week we can touch Jeez. on real quick? Oh fuck. <laughs> Almost forgot. So Meg the Stallion, uh, <laughs> this happened earlier this week, but it had the timeline in the tizzy for like a full 24 hours. <laughs> so there was a video of Meg the Stallion um and G Easy. Random pairing, I know. I didn't even know what G Easy had been up to all this time. <laughs> but there's a video of G Easy, you kissing on Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Like kissing, kissing. Like yes. for real. slapping her ass, doing all kinds Sucking of freaky on stuff. Her face. Yes, literally. <laughs> and of course, you know, the timeline blows up. You know, black men are mad. <laughs> black women are mad because he's like a corny dude. It's not yeah. like a Chris Liam Hemsworth or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> if it, what was the dude Travis Barker? If it was Travis yeah. Barker, that'd be cool. Yes, but it, it, but this dude has been seen as a lame by a lot of people. Um, so people were upset. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, and this is a funny thing because these these are people we know we never gonna be with. Yeah. But I'm not going to act like I didn't feel a certain type of way when I saw that video, man. <laughs> How did I'm you like, feel? Yeah. I was like, eh, why, Megan? Why Why you too, Megan? Yeah. Why, Black I, History I could, Month. On Black History Month. Yes. Went right when third it started. Day. What was it like the third day? <laughs> Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Damn. the third day. Yeah. And I don't want to make this into another interracial dating debate. We've had enough of those. <laughs> but uh, what did you guys think about this when y'all saw this pairing on social media? By the way, Megan has denied sleeping with G-Eazy. She said the jokes was funny, yes. but y'all, I ain't do that. She said she ain't fuck him, but who knows what that means. What do <laughs> so, you mean? Who knows what that means? I, I kind of feel like the way he was on her, he might as well have. Yeah. Because even strippers don't give you that kind of play for free. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I feel like. She a tough cookie if she ain't give him none. I feel like if you had to do it on you like that, you may as well have slept with him. Nah. Or, or she or should have gave in. Yes. Because girls got feelings too. Mm-hmm. If a dude is all over you like that, all on your neck, hitting your spot. Like you, you gonna give she in. might as well have given it up I feel she a tough but, cook. but we also don't know how long that was going down we saw the clip but that don't mean he stayed on her the whole time that don't mean that they was they was cuddled up for who knows how long like I don't know not, not even just trying to defend her but I, I'm speaking from a woman with some willpower mm-hmm. as a woman with some willpower <laughs> that don't mean that she fucked him she didn't have to have sex with him just because y'all we saw them laid up like that but we know you're a tease, Jasmine. Whoa! <laughs> oh, wow! Man. Tell we me know more. That. We know that. Nah. But I feel like it would have been... Like, I didn't like this pairing, but I kind of feel like it would have been the right thing for her to do. If it do. <laughs> <laughs> no! If, you know how annoying that... Imagine if we... Me and you, Figgy. Imagine if we were G-Eazy right then. Yeah. Doing all that. And then get and, nothing. Yes. Yeah, man. That's all The him. worst case of he blue balls like a clown. in history. That he is like, on yeah. him. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping there's some type of video or something like that that they working on. Because... I think they have a song coming out. I think so, too. Okay. Well, that, that kind of makes sense, but... That's worse. That's the worst thing, man. Like he ain't get nothing. Yeah. He posted her afterwards, so it made me think that they have they just have something coming out for them to be hanging out. Like he got that, a girlfriend with, too. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Wait, does he? Yeah. yeah because I know that. she put a, a tweet out or a snap out. No, I she guess she threw several subs yeah. out that day. Be- yeah. What did he say in the song? I don't listen to his music. But something about a bop and she nothing like basically calling a girl a bop and so one um, video that she posted on her either Snapchat or Instagram was like a meme of Nicki Minaj a gif of Nicki, Min- Nicki Minaj laughing like one of those long dramatic laughs that she does mm-hmm. and then the next one was her with was it his song I didn't think it was his song but I know that it was like describing somebody that was a bop or a thought or something like that Yeah, and he, then yeah he said something like I don't mess with thoughts or something like that and she had she had her face showing mm-hmm. right like you lying. So it was super quick. Oh, wow. But yeah. yeah. The girl girl looked good, too. Okay. She's, a, she's some type of model. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm familiar with G-Eazy's dating history, and he's not the best boyfriend, apparently. Yeah, he's so. an abuser, allegedly, according to yeah. Hazley. Hazley. Yeah, how the fuck you say her yeah. name? Halsey. MGK. Halsey. Remember him? Uh, MGK was going at it because yep. of that shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, I don't necessarily think she had to have slept with them. I did, seeing it like the rest of the world, though, I was confused because I I guess I can understand Meg and where she's coming from, but in the same sense, like, she's just living her life. But at the same time, she's this type of celebrity now, so she can't necessarily do some of the same things that she used to without feeling without being okay with the internet saying something. If she's okay with the internet talking about it and she's okay with all the commentary, which she said the jokes was funny and stuff, like that's cool. But at the same time, I feel like she kind of got to be a re- have a Rihanna s about it if you're going to do stuff like that because you've been out in public with, with certain guys that people, you know, find attractive and they look 
look at like you know they people people are gonna assume you're sleeping with these people. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think it's a good look on her behalf because she's she's been vo- very vocal and very open about just being free, free spirited, free willing, and do whatever she wants. But at the same time, she also had I think it's good that she seems to also have some type of like I don't care what y'all talking about. But at the same, it, I don't know. It's weird because she addresses it. Mm-hmm. So if she didn't address it, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't know her mentality. It, that's what confuses me because yeah. it's like. You can have your life, but you ain't got to address everything. Like, just do what you do if you're not really fucking with them. Or, you know, I don't know. I agree. I, yeah, I think, I don't want to say it's a bad look, but I feel like she being all over the place right now. When she first, when people first started getting hip to her, I felt like she was that hot commodity where everybody wanted. You remember Trey Songz saying, man, I will, I forgot what he tweeted, but uh, he said, oh, he said, I'll knock your head off. All that shit. I felt like everybody wanted her. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like she kind of all over the place where eventually I think it's going to get old. She's like, very accessible. Yeah, like, it's it's not, she not officially dating everybody. I, I guess the only person she really dated was Moneybag Yo. Mm-hmm. But um, after a while, I feel like people going to get tired of it where it's kind of like, eh. Like, oh, yeah, she with him now? Oh, okay. Oh, she was over there at that party on dancing on him? Huh? Okay. I think it's cool now because she's hot. But after a while, people are just going to be like, eh. Like, she doing the same old, same old. And, and people do that. Even people, We was doing that with, let's say, um, Sierra. Sierra was, remember, she was dating a lot of people. She dated Bow Wow. Then she started dating Amari Stoudemire. Yep. Then she started dating somebody, 50 Cent. Then um then future. She was kinda all over the place where she kinda started getting a bad rap. Whereas like, oh, she, you know, she just bouncing from celebrity to celebrity. And uh, you know, now she cleaned the image up, but like I don't want Megan to have that type of energy. Yeah, I don't want her to I it, I think I think she need to be more like you said it earlier, like a Rihanna where you know, Rihanna, I think I feel like Rihanna's kinda free. Mm-hmm. But you don't see her <laughs> doing what Megan doing. She be, you know, she be out with dudes and next day she be, you know, I guess with somebody else or something like that. She kind of do it the cool way. But like I said, she it seemed like when G-Eazy get, get access mm-hmm. to you, I feel like I got a chance for mm-hmm. real. I feel like if she come on this podcast right now, <laughs> get a little drinks, we could drive the boat and all this other shit. We could go on that live lounge and lay up on the couch and joke around <laughs> make snapchats <laughs> I feel like I had a chance to do that it, it shouldn't be like that man she too beautiful she too mm. natural I I think she need to be more of something that people fantasize wanting like damn I wish I had her yep. but when you get a you get a nigga like money back yo you you um, fucking around with Trey Songz who not really that hot now Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, man. Like she, I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I was kind of sorry. I didn't even think that was her. I had to double check. Oh yeah, I didn't know who the, I didn't know who Jeezy was at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, who is this white dude? But I'm like, is that her? I had to double check. Like, mm-hmm. hey, is that her? I just don't want. Oh, I don't man. want her image to be tarnished. Like, I just want to make as long as she's cool and she's good, then I'm okay with it. But I, I definitely see the how it can be very confusing for the public right now. Especially, I think it's a lot of it is because of your lyric, her lyrics. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it 
is the interpretation is you're out here doing what you say you're doing in your lyrics. Yeah. So that's that's the biggest thing. But um, I can also tell um, Megan drives the boat often. Like you can look at Megan in her like in her eyes in some of these videos until she's just drunk. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, and I don't want to. I I imagine she's the type of girl that knows how to handle herself when she's drunk. But we've seen this is maybe the second occurrence. Like the. Other than the Trey Songs thing, this is like maybe the second time that you can just look at her and tell she's just in, inebriated. So, yeah, I've heard that point brought up a lot. Um, people are saying she's basically just an alcoholic, and we uh-uh. just don't really realize it. <laughs> um, that's possible. I don't know. I like Megan is kind of a mystery. Honestly, we don't really know what she'd be thinking. Um, my initial thought well, after the shock wore off, <laughs> um, I I feel like this was promo. I feel like Moneybag Yo was promo too. Moneybag Yo, after that whole thing ended, he kind of implied that the whole thing was fake from the get go. Yeah, he never really said it straight out, but you can kind of read between the lines of what he did say, and it it, it felt like it just wasn't even real. <laughs> um, I feel like the same thing is going on here. Um, Megan's new single, I don't think it's doing that well. That B-I-T-C-H song. Oh, yeah. She has a new album coming out. We know that. And she needs some buzz. She needs some people to talk about her and some controversy to go on. It's not really controversy, I guess. But and g Easy also needs a boost. You know, yeah. we ain't heard from him in a long time. So what better way than to have them... Uh, kissy kissy on a snapchat video or whatever mm. so i don't like i said i don't know what happened i don't know if they smashed or didn't honestly i don't really care <laughs> like i like i said you know it was did. it a turn off yeah a little bit but at the same time i try not to be dick or pussy police man like yeah these people i don't know these people yeah you know and some people get so invested in it too man i'm like yeah. you don't know these people man worry yeah. about your own life bro yeah who cares about who's sleeping with who if they famous and you ain't never gonna meet them in your life yeah so i try to catch myself and take a step back when i get heated when i see <laughs> things like this i, I want to uh i think we need to bring kim uh kim so major back on to talk about man because remember she was yeah with, she does know her yeah mm-hmm. um and she um work with carl crawford mm-hmm. you know fi- uh, what is it 1501 entertainment yeah okay certified yeah, yeah so um i just been paying attention more to carl crawford's instagram now mm-hmm. he posts a lot of stuff on the plats he got you know with megan mm-hmm. but i noticed he'd never tag her in anything yeah like he used to always tag her and stuff now it's just straight him mm-hmm. and he put he pushing this other female artist so i kind of <laughs> i don't know i kind of want to get somebody in to see what they think about that from what it looked like ain't no relationship there now. Oh no, I don't think so. Um and to what Kim was saying earlier on, I've heard this from other people too. Like Megan was never really this when she started out. Like she was really shy. She was kind of more nerdy, laid back. She wasn't this hot girl persona that she is right now. Mm. That really is a persona she put on for the records and for her image right now, but that wasn't her like starting out. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe that has to do with her dating choices. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I laid out my whole theory for the 
Carl yeah. Crawford thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think there's truth to it, but we won't know until we hear something from yeah. both of them. This is really point. interesting now. I'm starting to see stuff now. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. He posted like a couple pictures like, hey, you know, we got the plaques. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 1501 uh, Entertainment. Blah, blah, blah. He said something like, uh, I must be doing something right because they don't give these just to anybody. Yes. But that was her single, but he helped out too. Yeah, but, it didn't even tag her. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's, the split is real, man. I know she's trying to get out that contract, but I don't think she'll be able no, to. Yeah. So, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Like I said, I, I thought this year Megan would be a lot bigger than what she is right now, man. She mm-hmm. had all the hype and steam going it from last year into this year, but. Yeah. Except for social media fuckery, we don't really see much of her or hear much from her. The Hot Girl Summer song was a wash. Yeah. And this her new la- song. Well, her last best one was probably the cash shit. That yes. Really- that never got a video to this day. I, I still don't get that. Uh, and I don't think, I, I think this is an unpopular opinion, but I think that Hot Girl Summer song hurt her more than it helped her. Ooh. Mm. That is a pretty hot take. Why is that? Um... Because of Nikki, Nikki, kinda just the authentic the authenticity of how that song came out was yeah. just it kind of for me at least it kind of tarnished her credibility in mm. in a sense because that wasn't you can tell that that wasn't that that wasn't just natural that wasn't a natural collab. And I think she was doing fine without it. And I think that kind of that that brought her her buzz down, in my opinion. Like, I really I was really with you as far as pushing cash shit and and even her and the baby. Like, I've seen I don't know if it's real, but I've seen them like supposedly in talks of making a project and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I still think it'll be good. But I think that they that the timing could have been better for her and that project could have been a little better. Like the timing could have been a little better. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't even want to blame it on Nikki. I just think that 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 just the way that that was executed, it wasn't what she needed at that time. She was yeah. fine. Like, look at that whole song. Like, I know before we was kind of you know in the moment of that song, but if you look at it now, like everything seemed off. Yeah, it was off putting um, Nikki on there. Mm-hmm. It was off that uh, old boy uh, Ty, Dolla Ty Dolla Signs was on the hook singing "It's a Hot Girl Summer." The, At the video end of looked the summer. like some from 2003. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just bad all around. At the yeah. end of the summer. They dropped yeah, it at the had, end of the summer, too. Yeah. They had City Girls sampled in it. Mm-hmm. And um, they part of QC. Yes. Who don't really fuck with Nicki like that. that song is still, that they're, they were sampled on is still hot now. Yes. So, that was weird. Mm. Yeah, that was a whole weird song, man. Yeah. I think it was just label, a bad labeled project. Yeah, um, I think they forced it, honestly. Um, summer was coming to an end, and they had to put stump. They wanted to capitalize on the Hot Girl Summer somehow, yeah. but I, I, that was not the way. They should have waited or put something better out or just, I don't know. They should have done something. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully this year is a better year for her. We're all <laughs> rooting for her being from Houston and whatnot, but we'll have to see. Um, other things that happened, Jay and Beyonce sat during a national anthem. We talked about the Super Bowl already, but yeah. apparently it wasn't a protest. <laughs> so I don't fucking, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say about that. Yeah. Um, oh, the rodeo lineup. So, Jasmine, I'm going to put you on the spot yes. because you were the one predicting there would be a big Houston-based maybe guest coming to the rodeo yes. this year. Yes. And we were wondering if it was going to be one Travis Scott. Yes. And it is not. Yes. It is Chance the Rapper. So... <laughs> When was this? I didn't update y'all, but I started that my my Travis um, thoughts started to die down before this week started. Um, but we didn't do it. We didn't have a podcast in the middle of when I started doing more research, and I was like, "This is not Travis. It's not happening." Mm-hmm. I what had made no you think idea. It's not Travis? Um, just because he was announced for another tour. Or another festival that's a pretty big festival. And I was like, he's not doing the rodeo. Like, that just doesn't, it doesn't make sense for him to do the rodeo and the, his crowd and his fan. Like, it just doesn't make sense. But I absolutely had no idea it was going to be Chance the Rapper until the day of yeah. whenever all the clues and stuff were there as far as him <laughs> tweeting, like, what are the best places to eat or something that he said in Houston. And then all of these associate acts that are um, very closely related to to chance we're in Houston on the announced day on a random <laughs> Tuesday and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is about to be Chance the Rapper then. Cause they you know, um it was it was the hype was built up that it was a super, super um these artists were huge and, you know, so I obviously knew it was gonna be Lizzo. Um Marshmello, the EDM rapper I mean the EDM artist we could have we assumed, but Chance was really like random. I think Chance is perfect, though, for the Houston Rodeo. Is he? I think he absolutely is. For the night that they have him on, um, it's supposed to be a hip-hop, R&B type of night. I think okay. for coming off of Cardi and the night that we they were expecting and wanted to have with her, um, mm. as far as um, censoring went, Chance is the, the cleanest person they could have chose next that was still relevant enough to, to <laughs> sell tickets. And, and cater to a, a younger, uh, all, uh, a crowd of all ages, honestly. I guess. Yeah. I just, I'm not <laughs> excited for it at all. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I'm not even surprised at this pick. Like you said, I think it was a safe pick. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said, Cardi B was kind of wild. I, you know, not saying she was, you know, tore everything down, but the rodeo get kind of strict. Because oh, yeah. um, from when I've been here, it wasn't a lot of like big time hip hop artists. Like the the first year I went when I moved here, it was Alicia Keys. Yeah, that was the only black artist, which is a, you know a safe pick. But um, when Cardi B hit, I'm like, uh oh, and you know the rodeo got all these rules about you know not cussing and you know certain stuff like that. But um, after that, I knew it was gonna be some type of safe pick. I I just didn't know who. Mm-hmm. That's why I kept denying Travis Scott. I just didn't see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, Chance the Rapper don't have a rapid crowd. I don't even know what type of crowd he got. It's a I, mixed crowd for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's diverse. But I just think he's super safe. You don't even got to worry about no crazy fights breaking out. You ain't got to worry about maybe, I don't know, maybe he might slip a cuss word a couple times, but I don't think you have to worry about that. I think it's going to be a little positive. Do y'all think his show even sells out? Uh, I I do only because I I can name a bunch of people right now that are non-black that love 
Chance the Rapper yeah, and were enough. ecstatic whenever they announced his name, even in this climate of his career. That's true. So, um, and I just remember being at the Cardi show last year and looking at, I'm not quite sure their official titles, but they're they're kind of like the ushers at like Toyota Center or something like that. Um, st- I specifically remember the few that were by us, like standing up and looking at the press box or whoever was controlling the sound, like, are y'all going to censor her? Are y'all going to do so? Like, I could, the horror in their faces was mm-hmm. hysterical because it was just like, what did, for me, it was like, what did y'all expect? But at the same, yeah. Oh, okay. But at the same time, you can tell that they were not, they were not there for that shit. Like, they did not, like, it, they, she sold a lot of money. She sold out. She brought Houston in a, a bunch of income, but that that's all they needed her for. Like, they were not a fan of that show. Yeah. To my, and just looking at their faces and their body language. Shit, it was crazy. Stuff. Hoes were fighting out there, man. Were they really? <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Uh-uh. Women were fighting. For what? Cardi B. No During way. her show. You didn't see all that? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, they were fighting. There were videos <laughs> of women fighting all in the aisles. It was wild. I and don't And the show that. sold out, like, beyond capacity, too. It was so the, people it, were there. I think it was, yeah. like, um... What the uh, top selling one of all time? Yeah, I like think they were so. well over capacity. It was. It was wild. I don't remember that the the fight break. Yeah, I just videos. remember leaving that show and not in, not wanting to stay for the carnival because it was just too many people there, mm-hmm. and they were just not there for the rodeo. They were there to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this it was, was hot annoying. Cardi B too. This mm-hmm. wasn't like Cardi B now. Yeah, I was Bodak Yellow Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, where white people was just now getting hip to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a lot of white people around here was like, hey, I'm going to Cardi. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know anything about Cardi B but the Bodak Yellow and I Like It Like That song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I know a lot of a lot of different races outside of our community that love Chance the Rapper. That Hot Shower song is their shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> the worst song I, I, ever, It really man. is, man. It really is. I don't understand people who like that song. Yeah. Smoking Green, Cauliflower. Oh, man. But I also know black people that love green, that song, right? too. One of my best friends. not green. <laughs> yeah. One of my best friends loves that song, too. Really? Black girl. Yeah. She's slapper. I have, I've asked. Put, put her on some real music. I, I've tried. Put I've seen that some. video recently for the first time. Oh, the hot shower video? Yeah. You okay. can tell the baby produced that video. Oh, really? Because it looked like a straight the baby video. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, it, it looked like straight the baby. Like oh, all the goofy shit. You got all the characters and all that shit. They all dressed up in the judge outfit. And you had a, uh, a good looking lawyer, thick ass lawyer. And um, the baby's like smacking their ass and oh, all this damn. stuff in the courtroom. I'm like, man, this video wild, but I kind of enjoy it. But all that right. still ain't saved the song. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of videos, uh, Lil Nas X had a video for Rodeo come out too. The remix. The, the remix with right? Nas. I watched it. It was okay. Lil Nas X had some cool videos. Did we man. talk about that uh, remix? Yeah, we Last did. Week? Okay. For the Grammys because it came out like okay. right after that too. Uh, but Lil Nas X has some good videos too, man. They're pretty creative for he what they are. He is very entertaining, man. He is, I really, man. Is. I really enjoyed Lil Nas X. I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, he's hilarious he's on hilarious Twitter. hilarious on man. Twitter. This, yeah. His commentary to other people and just his clapbacks are hysterical. Yeah. He's, that, a, he's a funny dude, man. I'm yeah. rooting for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that video came out. It, it was okay. It, it was pretty good. Um, Anything else happened this week we got to touch up on? 
Mm. Uh, anything else about the Super Bowl? I thought the game itself was bleh. Uh, 50 Cent got a star on the Hollywood Walk Oh, that's of right. He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre and Eminem were there. I think Eminem gave a speech. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. Good 50 Cent. Look where 50 Cent came from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's dope, man. To get a star. Uh, like, I, I feel like the stars on, on the, um, in Hollywood is not watered down yet. But I feel like that's well deserved by mm-hmm. Fifty Cent, so I, I think that's a big deal. Yeah, I know he, a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> he trolled his way to fame and fortune, man. I yeah. can't hate on it. That's dope. Speaking man. of which, um, we will be back next week to update you on the Power season finale. Oh of yeah, the, did it come the on? whole entire it didn't come series. On last week did it? It didn't. Okay, and it pissed me off because I'm like, y'all took this no. long break, and then y'all taking another one no. in the middle they, of these they, six episodes. Nah, they did the right thing. The Super Bowl was on. Yeah, oh, well, nobody gonna right. watch that shit. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch. I was gonna. I already I don't think I'm really giving them ratings because I'm watching it on the Joe Rogan mm-hmm. Fire Stick, but <laughs> I think a lot of people would have skipped that shit and oh, just DVR'd nah. it or something. And got mad about spoilers being posted online. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That was smart of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but I'm kind of not even looking forward to the end. You, man. You're gonna watch it though, man. Come on, you too yeah. invested, Figgy. They got you. I feel yeah. like they're going to end it like a cliffhanger, just because of the simple fact that they have all of these spinoff shows, and they want to. They're gonna want us the way that Fifty Cent trolls. He wants us to watch all of his other shows to figure out if we're gonna get any more of the power story. I feel like it's gonna end so stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna end real dumb. Did we talk about it last week? Or um, the uh, last episode, um, with so, Loren- with Lorenz Tate. Yeah, nah. So appar- uh, I guess apparently it's a she, uh, a she was arrested, right, mm-hmm. for his murder. I think it was. So spoilers, um, in case y'all have not watched the season, any of Power, but um, what was Fifty Cent's cousin's name? Jukebox. Yeah, I think she did. Did she yeah, die? Girl. They she her? died early on. Yeah. They she, killed she her, got right? Killed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was one of my theories. And then, but that means nothing in the power universe. So she might come back. I know. <laughs> yeah. She might escape that bullet. Yeah. <laughs> and but, then this makes no sense at all. But where is the little girl? Where little girl? is Tasha and the daughter? Yes. Where is she? Where Wait. is the little girl that is <laughs> Ghost mo- daughter? Yes. She died. No, no they, they have had, another they child that just disappeared off the face of the earth. Oh damn. She was like a little toddler at one point in time. Oh yeah. That what happened to that. her? You that's, think the little baby the, came that, back? Nah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think she came back, but but what happened to her? Yeah. Yeah. I was reading a couple articles too. This is something else, but I was reading a couple articles how um they really fucked up on the story with the um, the um, attorney Silva, mm-hmm. who was um, who they said ghost killed and yeah. put in the trunk. They never explained how Tasha knew that because Ghost never mentioned that yeah. in the story. And uh, and then that ep- that episode where she was being pressed about who killed Lakeisha, mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, I don't know who killed her, but um, I can tell you who uh, killed Silva." Yeah, I can tell you exactly where his body is. Yeah, like when she said, unless they planning to tie that in in the last episode, they I I thought that was odd when they did it. Like, how do you even know that? Like, how you know she she yeah. never had evidence. She never had proof that yeah. he did it. Even in their conversation where he headbutted her or did whatever he did to her head, he <laughs> never admitted to that. 
Yeah. So that was like a big loophole in the story, and people was complaining about that. I do. Th- it really didn't make sense. I do think um, the guy that Tasha met at the daycare, the random guy that she was going to try to date and then didn't, and he was like, "I, you ain't got to be scared of him. And all. I think that... I think that the girl that Tariq was dealing drugs with at school, the light-skinned girl that he was helping her, remember she had a phone call with somebody that was her plug and was filling them in on everything that Tariq was doing. I think that her plug is that guy that showed up at the daycare. I think that her plug is either him or somebody associated to him, and they're the people that end up killing ghosts. Mm, Okay. I think... Uh, this is a plain or ass, Tasha. Okay, this is a plain ass theory. I think uh, Tariq shot Ghost, killed mm-hmm. him, and Tasha took the rap to save her son. Yeah, didn't that? Didn't a story like that already happen though? What with Tasha taking a rap for somebody her son killed? I don't think so. Wasn't that in like the maybe I'm because I could have sworn that happened at one point. Nah. That she took the rap for some. That's when I stopped watching. But didn't Tasha take the rap for somebody that Tariq killed early on? Right. Nah, I know they, who you're I talking they, about. That yeah, she. I don't think that it ever came down to it. But she was willing to do it. Oh, okay. Um, the guy that killed Raina, the guy yeah, that killed her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It never came down to it. Oh, okay. No, I don't they, think. Yeah. But I remember. I remember what you're talking about because she was gonna. She was gonna do it, but I don't think that she ever had to because something ended up happening and they didn't even. Of course. Didn't even get to that far. No, but, it came back though because um, what's we call it new. I, th- I want to say Dre knew, mm-hmm. and he was going. He was using that as leverage to uh, pretty much um, um, blackmail them, of saying, hey, "I know who your son killed." So they was all scared because they didn't want him to go to jail. Yeah. So uh, I think they was willing to take whatever rap. Of course. But um, I think Tasha did it because Tommy. I think Tasha did it because Tommy, for one. It would take too much explanation. When Tommy was holding Ghost, he said, Ghost was like, no, let her go. He said, let her go, whoever it was. It would take too much explanation to give us the full story of anybody other than the main characters. Because why else would Ghost already know to let, why, why would Ghost tell Tommy to let her go? And why would Ghost not want Tommy to get revenge? Why would Ghost like, why would he allow anybody else to have shot him and tell Tommy to let her go? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Then it other then it being Tasha. All I'm gonna say is this, and this is based on what I know of the show. If you go in thinking, overthinking things and thinking what makes sense, you'll be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. When I predict things yeah. for this show, think of the stupidest thing that could possibly happen because yeah. that's probably what's going to happen. That, the, yeah. little, so the little girl about to shoot her daddy then because yeah. he ain't never been there. As dumb as you can think oh, really? for this show is what's going to be the solution. Really? Trust okay. me. I was kind of keeping it simple. I think Tariq, it was Tariq, he pulled the trigger. And but she, Tasha grabbed the gun. Yeah. She kind of uh, came over like that. I, I, that, I don't know. that that might be what it happens, be, man. Because I think she probably gonna end up going to jail. You know, he got his spinoff. He gonna be in the next spinoff mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. and he gonna be the next kingpin, which I predicted like a couple seasons ago. Yeah. But Tasha didn't go to jail, though. That's the thing. Like, unless she, they, they unless she's some, gonna carry said, on. They said uh, uh, she was arrested, or a female was arrested Who for his murder. That? 
on the news. Oh, okay. But what makes me think, and you're right about overthinking because now I feel like I'm absolutely doing it, but <laughs> what makes me think that it's not Tasha is because if you watch Paz's story, Tasha was out, uh, Tasha wasn't arrested. She was there at at the courthouse or at the jail or somewhere to tell Paz to take the money that Ghost left her. But that wasn't, but, um, but she still could have shot him that night or been around there that night. No, no, no. Ghost was already dead, proclaimed dead at this time because Paz was collecting the money from his will. So for for her to be going there to collect money for a will, then that Ghost was already pronounced dead at that point. Yeah, and he, Tasha was there and was tell, trying to convince Ta, Paz to take the money. Yeah, so he, I don't think she got arrested for that. No, he was pronounced dead. But later on in that story, they said on the news... Uh, uh, I forgot how they said it, but um, a female was arrested for Jane St. Patrick murder. That could have been way after. That uh, could have been a week after the murder. Um, she could have. She could have killed him. It could have been a week later. She got mm-hmm. the. She got the money and all this other shit, and they figured out it was her or something. Or she could have turned herself in to try to save Tyree. That's why I think it is. I think she trying. I think. I think he killed his dad. We'll get into more of this. To, yeah. Later, because I got I, I got a rebuttal for that, but I don't want to keep talking about power. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I, like think I, she's said. Sa- I think she's saving uh, Tyreek or Tariq, and he gonna you know run off and be this kingpin. <laughs> it's I, who knows, man. Who knows where this show's going? It'll be interesting to see the re. I, I like the reactions now. I like the perpetual disappointment of people in this show. <laughs> you should when, watch. Yeah, you should watch the last episode. I'm probably man. gonna watch it, man. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch it just to binge watch. Yeah, I'm not gonna binge watch the whole thing. Man. No, yeah, I'm talking about these last episodes. I, I'll just watch the last one. I'll uh, come into it completely blind and I lost did, <laughs> and see if I enjoy it. I did the it. same thing with Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, to be fair, I've seen like maybe the first three of them, but yeah. I couldn't really get into it. But when everybody's pumping up the last episode, I'm like, let me oh, turn man. to it. And uh, when I tell you people on Twitter was complaining, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So I'm just seeing all the last, probably the last five minutes of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't know what was going on. But people was complaining. People like, man, this is bullshit. And this is the worst ending ever. I was just cracking up. The funny thing is, I feel like you would like those episodes a lot more if you had no idea what was going on in them. <laughs> if you had been invested like we were in that fucking show, yeah, you would be pissed. But I think if you showed somebody who never seen Game of Thrones that last season, they'd be like, eh, this show seems okay. Mm. So it's the fact that <laughs> as good as it was, we we just know the pain, man. So that's yeah. all, I don't want to get on that shit again. <laughs> I already spent a whole lot of time talking about Game that bullshit-ass show. <laughs> the funny thing is, man, nobody even talks about that shit anymore. Yeah. At Everybody all. loved it's it so wild. much. <laughs> what remember I put that video out of you talking about it? Yes. And people was commenting like, yes. yeah, I agree. <laughs> you were saying it was the beginning of the season. Yes. Yes. It was like maybe the second seat people or second called episode. Me a hater. Yes. People said I was bullshitting. <laughs> nah, man. I look like a Mark Vandermeer, I think he agreed with you, I wanna see? say. See, see? Yeah, but people start saying, Yeah, I got he got a point. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I knew that's a funny thing, too. I don't want to pump my chest too much, but I'm like. You was the first one that was saying it was whack. It's not even just that. I was like, when this show ends, it's going to end so badly that we won't even remember it like in a good light. It'll yeah. just be another show. 
(laughs) Another show that started off hot and ended up bad, like Power, like Dexter, like Mm. all these other goofy shows that started off good and were good for a couple years and then went to shit. So, not to say I told y'all so, but I told y'all motherfucking nerds. It's fucked up. It's a bunch of shows like that, man. Yes. I I was a big fan. uh, Remember the show The Game? Yeah. Early on, that was a pretty good show. It was a pretty good show, but once BT got it, yeah, oh, they up, ruined it, man. I man, heard they had a white chick rolling up a black and mild. <laughs> it was awful, man. That was a damn good show with Tia. Uh, I, I forgot which one of the um, the game. Which uh, one of the Tia. twins? It was a Tia. Yeah, yeah, she was in it. You had um, um, Pooch Pooch Hall in it. Yeah, that go that it was a good show. show. Was, I might actually a, start that show from the beginning and just watch it. Yeah, it just got way too cliche after a while. It's just like, man. Whenever a show changes networks, that's usually a a sign that's going to get shitty. (laughs) So that's always a good caution sign. I I need to catch back up on Ray Donovan, man. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anything else? Anything else y'all seen? Like, fuck, we run out of time, man. We done ran too long on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so you can follow my boy, The Figgy Fig, at The Figgy Fig. I'm tailgating tomorrow with the um, Nuff Said Tailgaters. Okay, at XFL, Rough yes. Next Game. Yeah, they they doing all this to celebrate me being full-time. So Congratulations again. Thank yes. you. I appreciate them for um, doing something like that. Um, subscribe to the Loophole page on yeah. Facebook, 610 Loopholes. And like I said again, I appreciate them. I appreciate y'all for supporting me. Yes, sir. Yes, yep. sir. Um, and also listen, of course, on uh, 10 to 2 weekdays on In the Loop for Figgy and all he brings to that show. Also, the lovely Jasmine, ex award winner, uh, yes. rock Thank star you. of the I year, know. of the quarter. She cleaning the, up. She Thanks. is. You can find her, Miss uh, Democratic nominee. I'm 2020. dead. <laughs> she will Jasmine be. Jasmine didn't even cuss in this episode. She, yes, she, I did. Yeah, no, she, no, she loosened up. I was nervous at first. I know okay, you were. I'll admit it because I was like, man, she ain't gonna. I, I feel like we finally got you to a point where you were starting to hate on shit. <laughs> yeah. And then. Ryan brought this up a couple. Uh, I think it was last week. He's like, "Remember, Jasmine used to agree with everything. You used to love everything and everybody, Jasmine. I still do. <laughs> I still love everyone. I don't agree with everything. Yeah, you hate yeah. Nick. That you was hate a, Taylor Swift. We got you at least there. <laughs> that was early on, though. I think I think Jasmine was trying to play both sides and yes. be the positive one. Now she's like, I hate Nicki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't stand Taylor I Swift. Think she on drugs. She on, she on crack. Yeah. <laughs> I never <laughs> yes. Um, you gonna be anywhere uh, besides I, rodeo? No, tomorrow I'll be. I'm gonna try to make that game. Okay. And then, yeah, no, I'm actually chilling this week. Next week I'll be at Fiesta Gras, uh-huh. um, in Galveston, and then that that's that Sunday starting the week, and then that Saturday we'll be at Mardi Gras, mixed Mardi Gras in Galveston. On um, the twenty second, so uh, see uh, you there. That's this month. Yeah. All right, I might go. Come, actually. come. Go. I'm pretty close to Galveston now. Come be friends. Mm-hmm. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. Oh yeah, real quick. Shout out to Fat Tony. His yes. album dropped today. Oh, I checked yeah. it out. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited the for the show. Too. Yeah. He um he actually got a listening party here tonight. It's actually going on right now. Word. Yeah. But uh, it's a little too late to try yeah, to go now. Yeah. It's yeah. About he he said it was like ten to three or. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to Fat Tony. I hit him up and said, you know, album dope. Blah, yes, blah, blah. sir. Yes, sir. He was excited about it. Okay. Yes, sir. 
Um, you can find me at Houston Rocket on Twitter at the Ryan Rocket on Instagram. Blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. Man, that name hard, man. You can't That's change it hard. on on uh, Instagram. Somebody got it. Somebody I has haven't it? even tried. You I should, should try. try. I should try before. I need to do it right now for this podcast. Some punk <laughs> I bet you some punk ass probably got it. Dog, it it annoys me that there are other people named Ryan Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Like I thought I was truly unique in this world. But there is at least, I know another, the crazy thing, there's a white dude <laughs> in, from Houston Damn. who went to my college and he graduated a year before <laughs> I came there. That's crazy. And his birthday is on the same day as my mother's birthday. <laughs> and his name is Ryan Rocket. And his name is Ryan Rocket. He's white. That's Damn. interesting. Spelled the same Spelled way. The same way. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, that that shit trips That's me crazy. out, man. It really is. I didn't even think your last name was real, man. Nobody does, man. It's me being on radio, nobody thinks it's real. I want, Come on. Now. What's that origin of the name, though? Slavery, man. I don't know. <laughs> no. Like no, because my last name, I think I tried to look it up a little bit, but I think it's like French or something like that. Yeah. Because I don't know nobody yeah, else with my it. last name. And it's it's funny because it's a Facebook group about my last name. Oh damn! It's a whole bunch of uh, Gilliards. It's a whole bunch of Edward Gilliards. Oh shit! <laughs> Which That's is wild. hilarious. Yeah, but wait, um, there's a Facebook group for you? Yes. That's about, funny. Yeah, like Gilliards, the last name Gilliard. That's funny. Yeah, and it's funny. The other thing, I know we got to go, but um, some random person followed me. Her, I forgot her first name, but her last name said Gilliard. Mm-hmm. And you know my. My um my Instagram say Edward Gilliard on there because I, I want to get it verified. But um she thought I was her cousin. Oh shit. She from North Carolina. I think she from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But she thought I was like her cousin or brother or something like that. So she ended up following me. And um I was like, hey, are we family or something? Like I don't really recognize you. And um yeah, come to find she just so happened to have that last name. Oh damn! So we kind of cool now. I call her cuz every time I comment oh, on this stuff. But <laughs> yeah, you've never seen nobody with my last name. It is but, spelled kind of uniquely, man. Yeah, it's it's like billiard. Yeah, because a lot of people have a hard time trying to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Gillard and all this. I'm like, it's like billiard, like the billiard factory, mm-hmm. but with a G. Yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah, Facebook is crazy, man. You find all kinds of crazy shit on there. Yeah. All right, nothing else to add. So, <laughs> <laughs> so fuck, we talk, we getting out this bitch, man. Follow the podcast. You know how to do it. Follow us on social media, blah, Gems blah, and blah. Gems and Juice. And for my boy, Figgy, and for the lovely Jasmine, I am Ryan Rocket, and we are out. Peace.